three, two, and one. Ladies and gentlemen. What you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a been given the scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the materials to pursue the exploration of the universe. Broadcasting around the world. Three, two, one. This is a Mind Faction Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. What's happening? Once again, episode five on the table, mm-hmm. October 6, 2021. So, tonight, we're diving in with some pretty interesting facts for the night. Oh, yeah. Um, in worldwide news, I will say. Mm-hmm. We'll have Corey lead us off on what's going on. So, everybody's been talking about the Facebook outage. Man, I'm telling you, I didn't know what the hell happened. You know, honestly, I didn't even know there was an outage. I didn't either. I was in the garage. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Like, I kept trying to reload my like Facebook. You I'm know, like, I always, on, I always bro? message everybody back and forth through Snapchat, which may or may not be a good thing. Right. You know how people feel about Snapchat, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, there was an outrage over that. Not only just an outage, but an outrage. People was flipping out. Yeah. Um, but it happened really abrupt. It was like at a weird time in the day too. Did you know? Well, not only it's weird you mentioned that. The timing was also weird. Because it happened on Monday. Sunday, there was a quote-unquote whistleblower. Heard about that. Named Francis, and I may butcher this last name, Hagen, H-A-U-G-E-N. Um, there was a uh, episode of 60 Minutes that aired on Sunday where she came out and kind of made aware of how the platforms are used to spread hate, violence, and misinformation. And that Facebook that. has tried to hide that evidence. I, you know, that's guaranteed. Yeah. You know, when you look back at the um, whole political thing, you know, that they was really, it seemed one-sided mm-hmm. for the liberal or the Democratic side. And, you know, we, we've heard mm-hmm. these claims over the years. Oh, yeah. This isn't the first time. I don't know. And, you know, Facebook is so weird about what you can post and what you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we mentioned that on one of the other podcasts. I, I mentioned how I told a girl she was a beast. Yeah. On a, on a post I posted about pain of tattoos. I was like, girls do great. You're a beast. They censored that shit. Yeah, because they took that as like a, a negative. If I would have said um, Democrats are amazing, they would have highlighted that shit. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, that's not a negative connotation. That was props. Right. That's slang. They censored it really was. some slang, you know? I, mean, I, I don't understand what they're holding. Um, obviously, crazy. Facebook has pushed back on those claims. Um, so yesterday, actually, um, Frances Hawkins stepped up and she urged uh, U.S. Congress to regulate the social media giant, as everybody calls it. Uh, she said here, when we realized tobacco companies were hiding the harms it caused, the government took action. When we figured out cars were safer with seatbelts, the government took action. I implore you to do the same here, which is pretty good. I mean, I mean Facebook has such a huge impact on the way the world's ran now. You think about that. <clears throat> it's just crazy the influence that Facebook has on the youth. Yeah. I mean, geez, bro. And I mean, everyone can say that they notice like all these, uh, the fact check stuff going on, especially when we're talking about political stuff. Oh, big time. Man, it's everything. Everything. And I think that they need to like pull back a little bit, let people do their own research. I understand that that. misinformation can be easily spread through social media, but they need to let people do that on their own. Yeah. Um, I mean, because how true are they really? Yeah. Obviously, they're not reporting things too well. You know, how intelligent you know? are you if you're allowing Facebook to be your primary source of news and, and factual right, things? Right. Like, yeah. you need yeah, to, I don't, you know, use your mind and be like, well, let me look into this a little bit instead of like putting, you know, 
mostly oh, true man. and then clicking that and reading that and then they're just believing whatever is put there whatever's on there who's you know who's yeah. to say that fact check is legit right and it's like the old saying goes it ain't facebook official ain't it legit yeah. you yeah. know what i'm saying you like if that. you don't make that facebook official son it ain't legit yeah. right. you know yeah but you know hopefully i mean wonder what made her come out you know i really don't know i didn't look that up but uh, i know that she left the company i think maybe it was just that she felt like she needed to do something you know i felt like maybe, maybe. she was like i don't know, know what, what kind of person she is but there's always might, some kind of game they want. Yeah, yeah. there's, always, you know what I'm a there's always a plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always want to be that person, that center of attention. Um, yeah. But the fact that we've heard these things over the years, you know, and then finally someone steps up that was a former employee that was pretty close to the source like that. That's pretty um, wild, isn't it? But, you know, <clears throat> for around six hours, you know, Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram was all down. Um, and if you don't know, Mark Zuckerberg, who is creator of Facebook and the CEO, he also owns those other two uh, social that. medias. Um, the service came back online and it was the coverage was still spotty. Everyone was pretty pissed off about that. Um, the VP of infrastructure released a statement apologizing, uh, quote, for the inconvenience caused by today's outage across our platforms. Our engineering teams have learned that some configuration changes on the backbone routers that coordinate network traffic between our data centers caused issues that interrupted this communication. So kind of they were trying to explain it off in a way, but it's just weird that it happened Amid all of this controversy. You tell me that's not, or that's just a coincidence. Very yeah, coincidental. There, there's no way. Yeah. They're hiding something. They're trying to get rid of something. They're trying to mm-hmm. swipe something under the table, you know, yeah. brushing under the table. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. This is the biggest outage that they had seen since 2008 when it was down an entire day. I don't really know what happened there, but, you know, at the time there was only, now I may be wrong about this, but I think there was like maybe 800 million users at the time. There's 3 billion users today. It growed that much. Yeah. yeah. Since 2008. Wow. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest uh, mass outage of any social media ever. Uh, That being down. And and you tell me that was just a coincidence? Yeah. Mm. Uh, And then then they had to come out. You know, some people were were a little bit worried. You know, there's some personal information on there. They said there was no evidence that user data was compromised as a result of this downtime. So they don't feel as if they were hacked, which they claim that they weren't hacked. But then what happened? It just like they you know said, what I'm here, just just a interruption in their communication mm. uh, between the data centers. There was some network traffic, just a bunch of like um, compiling. Jar- it was like a, just a bunch of jargon they threw out there that only like some try to just mislead you, kind of just to give them something, you know. To, and, and not to be mean, but the average American's not going to pick up on what they're even talking about or care. No, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, they just oh, okay. had a technological issue. Oh, yeah. Right. They're not even going to think they're about it. They're going to go about their business. Exactly. Six hours is a long time to delete a lot of shit. Now, I don't know what they would have to gain by shutting Big down time. for six hours. They're only hurting themselves because their stocks dropped tremendously. I heard they dropped, yeah, so a huge drop in stocks. They hurt themselves if they did that due to the fact of this whistleblower because it really wouldn't make a lot of sense. Right. But it's still kind of weird. They're going to bounce back and make some money, though. They will. Yeah. They'll they come will. back strong. They always will. But um, there was something else here that I was going to share with you guys. I had an update because yesterday there was the, the hearing before Congress, right? Uh, all about all this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Damn, like I okay. said, Frances yeah. Hoggins, she, she was urging U.S. Congress, so she was going to speak with him Tuesday. So that was pretty quick. Which was yesterday. Okay. And this is what she said. Uh, this is some of the things that she said. She said, there is a pattern of behavior that I saw at Facebook, uh, Facebook choosing to prioritize its profits over people. Uh, you can uh, declare moral bankruptcy. And we can figure out a fix to these things together because we solve problems together, which is pretty good. And although senators from both parties appeared to support her calls to regulate Facebook, how and when that might happen was pretty unclear still. So mm. who, who knows if it's going to be resolved or how they plan to resolve it. But 
At least that's kind of put into action. Right. You know, what, what I really hate about this whole situation is, and uh, I'm all for people profiting and, and moving up in business-wise and, you know, el- you know, elevating their lives, but it really sucks that he's, a, he's on an Instagram right now, or he owns Instagram, because I like Instagram personally probably better than Facebook. Um, it's just not as, well, political or you don't hear as much negative on Instagram. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Wasn't there a movement for them to have to uh, sell Instagram? Maybe there's maybe well, like I don't know. a I, social I don't media know. monopoly or something going on. I think I also read they're, they're wanting Facebook to sell Instagram. I now they I, didn't. They acquired Instagram not long ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I think it's been what over a year. Yeah, so, or year and right? a half, two years. Something um, like that. But I believe I did read somewhere about where they may have to be forced to to sell out the company. I don't know if it's conflict of interest or maybe overall social media because there's such you know social media giants see i have a mess with this whatsapp either i don't even know what that's about i don't either i don't even know what that is it's really just a messenger app i think oh okay so it's like facebook messenger it's, it's but like it's, a, a like a third-party texting app i think WhatsApp okay, okay. no nope. i'm I mean, you I know facebook does it, some sneaky shit too though you yeah. got this secret vanish yeah. mode whatsapp that was their uh, that was their answer to snapchat's mm-hmm. disappearing yeah. chat Get out of here with that mm-hmm. bullshit. We know what that's for. We ain't stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say when he when he was talking about this third party chat thing. I was like, What's oh, that about? Another way to sneak mm-hmm. around and get away with stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. right? Another way that relationships have been ruined. I'm telling you, social media, man. Among other things, social media. That's where it's at. Um, but hopefully they get it resolved pretty quick. And um, I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of pissed it was down. <laughs> I, ain't oh, gonna, yeah. I was like, man, why must it? You know, because I run a business through Facebook. Absolutely, yeah. Pretty uh, much, and uh. I mean, I do like Facebook's platform. I mean, it, it but would be cool you know to see saying. another platform step up that was it, more it motivated would. around business owners and stuff in connection yeah. with their clients. Which they do have the uh, Facebook business app. Now, I didn't check to see if it was offline. I'm sure it was also. Yeah, I, th- it, I think I it think would have to be. Right. Um, now, they do have it oriented around business. You know, I do like it a lot. But it's kind of a lot to keep up with. I got regular Facebook. I got Instagram. I got Facebook business. You know, I got all these other ones. So it's hard for me to juggle all those. While trying to run the business, but you it almost, was pretty cool. You almost need somebody to kind of be that person for you. To I really do. Keep up with your schedule. Yeah. Keep up with. I mean, I need me a whistleblower to work for me. I don't think you want a whistleblower to work. <laughs> you, no, you don't want to be. I don't run them snakes, bro. That insinuates you got stuff to hide. We don't want to be thinking that. Oh, we ain't got nothing to hide. Right, I'm transparent. Roll up on me. You can't hide anything in this county. So, anyway. what have you seen in the news here lately? It's been kind of interesting. Well, you know, I didn't really research this a lot, but I, I was going to save this for a later podcast. But I really want to bring it to the attention of you know our listeners. I don't know how many of you guys have heard about China's 2049 plan. Okay, I've heard of it. Um, and I just looked into it a little bit this morning. I kind of I stumbled across it while doing a little bit of research. Now, what China's 2049 plan is kind of. It's kind of intimidating in a way, but I understand every country wants to be the global dominating power. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody does. That's just part of the human humankind, human yeah, race, part of the human psyche. To the want to be psyche. The yeah, but uh, their twenty forty nine plan is that they will be the global dominating power by twenty forty nine, military wise, business wise, and it's basically the most elite of the world. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, but what is not cool is what I read of them like trying to break into our mainframes. You know, right. trying to hack into all of our uh, research and, you know, develop, mm-hmm. development type programs. Which they already have. They have. Yeah. They, they have already breached our firmware. Breached yeah. a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so what are they trying to do as far as like looking? What they're wanting to do, and not to knock China, but we are, they, they make a lot of knockoff um, products. Mm-hmm. They'll take something that somebody's researched and developed a company has for years and put millions of dollars in researching something. Um, and then they'll just rip it off, you mm-hmm. know, sell it for yeah. a quarter of the price. 
which some of these companies do sell stuff for way too much. I feel that, you know what I mean? I feel they could make it more um, affordable. Yeah. But it ain't China's place to rip a company's. I mean, I think there should be some kind of law against that person. Yeah. Well, I have a little bit of, you know, different thoughts on it. I like it. And the reason why I do is because that's going to, that should motivate us to want to be better. That's true. You want to try to become a global leader by 2049, we should create our own 2050 plan. No, I mean, I, I to, yeah. to continue to be the world power. Or 2048. Yeah. Or whichever, <laughs> however you want to see it. It's choke out season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, like, want to be, mean, we got we got to set up a 2100 plan. For you know, time. I do respect their uh, psyche on that or mind state as far yeah. as wanting to be the global dominating power. I understand right. it, but. But do they have the best interest um, in for the world? But does anybody? Their plan. But does true. anybody? That's true. I mean, when you're you know, trying, you're to, right. When you're trying to get ahead, I mean, when you look back, especially over the last like 100 plus years, yeah. Look at you know, we've had we've had spies in every country. Time, Countries yeah. have had spies here. Oh yeah. We're trying to look in, see what each other's doing, see what kind of advances we made technologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they uh, make they spend billions of dollars for that stuff. Yeah, like a year each country and, does, and, and that's what motivates us. We all want to be the best. We do. And you're going we to do. do. You know, we're cutthroat. It, this isn't this isn't new. It's a dog eat dog world. Yeah, I give you that, and the, it should be. Um, the only thing that has changed is the players. That's true. Um, you know, China's now a major player. They are, if not the top player right now against us. So. And, and I'm gonna say that we helped put them in that position majorly. We did all the stuff that they outsource, or we outsource to them, and they mm-hmm. import to us. Yeah. We have funded their, which we are, we're in debt to them, obviously. Yeah, and we will be for a long time. Uh, yeah, we're neck and neck in this game of chess. You know, um, it's, it's whoever's next move makes the. Yeah. The best move. Yeah, we're we right there. Know. I mean, it's, yep. but, uh, you know, they've got the numbers. They do. Uh, population wise, they've got the workforce. They, the military's uh, grown like crazy. The way their government's set up, they have the ability to be more of a work workhorse, um, you know. Yeah, because I don't know what their kind of workforce uh, requirements are or what the regulations are. I mean, hell, they can probably yeah. put a 13 year old kid in there working. I don't to, know how that works. To be in China. honest, when, when the United States becomes motivated, you know, we're motivated by the American spirit. We're motivated I mean, yeah, by our that's true, love for our country. Yeah. That's what pushes us. We don't have to have our government come in and basically put us Make in chains us, and put yeah. us in a factory. You know what I mean? So Yeah, it's American will. That's our that's our upside, but it's also our downfall because right now there's not a lot of morale. You're right. These days it's sad, man. You'll see yeah. people in America stomping on our flag. Yeah. You talk about pissing me off. Not nearly as many people are proud, you know, no. to be an you American know, anymore. And take it sad. back to World War Two. Exactly. People people volunteered to go to war. Mm-hmm. And we still have some at today, but would it be anywhere the impact or on the level they did it on in World War II? Yeah, not per capita. No. Um, no. There's not as much of a percentage uh, of the of the population is as motivated to, um, you know, step up to, for their country. To stand up for their country and be proud to serve their country. Exactly. You know, you know it's, the, it's sad, but what can you do? How do you build that morale? You know, do we have to have another major catastrophe like 9-11 for us to band together again? That's sad, really. I don't like to think that. You know, you know, I wonder, Russia, they're kind of like that. They love Mother Russia. You know what I'm saying? Oh, These guys do. will die for yeah. Russia, bro. Speaking of that, have you seen where there's a rise in the nostalgic feel for the Soviet Union? There's a lot of, like, young people who, uh, you know, there's a lot right now because, you know, the Soviet Union fell, was it 89? Is that was, right? Yeah, 89. I believe it was, yeah. Um, and so they started to transition over to a more democratic government, which is what they are now. Um there's a lot of twenty-something-year-olds out there that weren't even alive when it was the USSR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they have their parents telling them like, 
how good of a country it was. And it, and so they're brainwashing. Yeah. The, well, the way they look at it was it did have its upsides. This that socialistic style government kind of was like it did. You know, uh, everyone was kind of on the same playing field. Healthcare was affordable, for but them. it kind of sucked though because on their playing field you couldn't really elevate yourself, right? Yeah. Like you could only they kind of told you yeah. what to do. But they're starting to glorify guys like Stalin. You know, really? And it's, yes, and it's like it's it's scary because they may revert back to that. Well, well, that would be like Germany glorifying yeah. Hitler. But that's kind of what you know what I'm saying. It would, yeah. It's like, like a that. phase thing. But, I mean, what what got me on that was was you saying you know like Mother Russia because that was kind of one of the terminology from the oh. the Cold War. Oh yeah, you know they loved it. You know, but you know they're they're kind of getting back to that, and we may see them kind of go back to their old ways. That could be kind of you know for those scary. That know, you know what I mean? Their current president Vladimir Putin was part of the KGB, mm-hmm. which yeah. was and the Putin's no joke. Secret no. Service. Yeah. He's the real deal. Yeah. Um, stand up dude, alpha male for sure. He is in a room of alpha males. He is alpha male. Oh, he yeah. is. Um, but yeah, so the 2049 plan of China, it's kind of. I'm gonna look into it more, and you guys listening out there, you guys check it out. You know, I just ran across it really fast this morning, getting ready for work, and uh, I didn't have a super long time to research it. But um, I understand their plan in a way, but that could be a major issue on a worldwide scale. It could be. It really could. could I mean, that could be detrimental to a lot of people. I think it's something we're going to be hearing more about. Yeah. Uh, Maybe in an offhand kind of way. Our kids will hear about. Like the way we start doing things and and so on and policies and all that. So it may not be like a direct, like, this is a direct response to China's plan, but these are, you know. These are the steps. You'll see some things kind of changing, you know. Counter moves. If you know what to look for. Yes, sir. Yes, Uh, sir. That's true. But, uh, you know, something else is going on right now, man. What's What's up with the gas prices? You know. All over the place, though. Let me, you know, sp- yeah. did not speaking to just petroleum gas prices. I uh, ran across a an article that said natural gas prices, which I heat with my, you know, in my house heats with, is up one hundred and eighty percent. Wow! From last year, one hundred eighty. One hundred and eighty percent currently higher than it was this time last year. What's up with that? I mean, they say there's some kind of shortage. It's always some shortage to shortage to drive our prices up somewhere. Yeah. But I don't understand that. They've had all summer really to build most of that gas up as far as heat wise. I know where there's a major shortage of petroleum gas. Um, well, not a shortage. Actually, there's plenty of it, but it's unusable now. It's in the ocean right off the coast of Southern California, primarily around mm-hmm. Huntington Beach. Yep. 126,000 gallons of oil leaked out. It, uh, I think they first uh, noticed the leak Friday. And they didn't, federal and state officials didn't notify the public until Sunday. So they were out there on the beach enjoying their day. You know, mm. thousands of people flocked to these beaches, you know, in Southern California. They're some of the most popular beaches in California. And oil we're not rolls notified. up. We're not notified until Sunday. Whose no, fault's that? No reason. Yeah. Just, Who, there's whose no fault's reason. that? Why would you not? Just who's dropping wait. the ball, as usual? Yeah. We're not going to get too political tonight. And they, we done said that, guys. They act as but, if they yeah, just yeah. stumbled upon this leak, by the way. It's like, how do you not have like pressure gauges to tell you when there's a leak in one of your pipelines? Well, I'm pretty sure they got regulations and, and, and stuff they're supposed to go by each day to check things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah. Bro, they have to. If they can hack our pipelines to shut them down, how can you not tell that there's a leak? I mean, yeah. Exactly. You know, and uh, how do we know this is not a also a hidden ploy to... Yeah. You know, go more green. Right. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying that exactly, yeah. but to the tinfoil hat wearers, yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely no conspiracy. If there was oil that spilled out, you can see it's wreaking havoc right now. Oh, there's man, there's I hate dead that. fish and so on and man. Uh, washing up on the beach right now, and it's leaving its residue everywhere. And it's going to be, you know, a while to get that cleaned up. But catastrophe. I mean, look here in the recent past, like the, the largest oil spill 
was it the, was it the Exxon Mobil? The Exxon Mobil, I think it was, man. It done some damage, bro. I want to say it was like 144 million gallons. Oh, Lord. I think is what I read. That's insane. You know, I guess it's where this stuff's so pressurized. Yeah, coming out of out of the ocean floor, it just they can't stop it. I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know if some you know leak cracks, but they should. There should be a way that they can make a fail safe. You know, what I mean, there got to be. A, they, they probably there do. Should be. I they mean, may absolutely. do. It. They. Uh, I think they said they believe that it was. Um, it was a. Um, a ship that came by, dropped anchor, kind of drug the anchor over one of the pipelines and ruptured it. Mm. But then you're kind of like, should there number one not be some signs up somewhere like don't drop anchor here, right? And number two, like, almost like a no flyer. Should space. you have the pipeline maybe dug into the ground so that you know an anchor can't hit it? Sounds like amateur hour See, out there. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like <clears throat> we should be so far ahead now. Like we've we've done this. Like the, for the, years, there was a like one of the biggest, like the first major oil spills was in 1969, almost in the same area in Southern California. I mean, so this isn't anything new. You know what I'm saying? Mm, that's right. Si- that's 60, almost. Well, what? How many years ago is that? I'm not good at math here. 42 years. As long as Biden's been in office. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> good point. Well, that was some shade. Um, when also not throwing California under the bus, but they are a Democratic state, correct? Yeah, they are, and they're a mess right now, man. Yeah. yeah. Kind of back and forth, too. It's always something out there. Something. Something's always going on out there. I thought it was supposed to be like an earthquake, and it was supposed to drop off in the ocean at one time, they used to say. Yeah. San Andreas Fault. Yeah. yeah. It ain't happened yet. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. When it does, man, Los Angeles, watch out. Do you think that really will happen? Do you really think? I mean, we, they've told us this for years during, you know, in school. They told me this since I was young. Mm-hmm. Do you think it really happened? What? You mean that it Do you separate? think it'll really separate? I think it will, but it's going to be one of those like Pangea things. Yeah, yeah, almost like a Madagascar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or something. Yeah, right off the That'd be kind of cool, though, wouldn't it? It'd be kind of dope in a way. It'd be like Escape from Los Angeles. Yeah. Remember yeah. that movie? Yeah. Kurt Russell. True. What did, <laughs> did it, didn't it happen in that movie? It was like already like its own little island. It's been so long since I watched it. It's like a really massive Alcatraz just out there to itself. Yeah. That'd be wild. Yeah. But you know, that would, I mean, that would be pretty wild if it does happen. I'm not saying it's going to. But yeah, that's a pretty. Uh, that's pretty, man. That's a catastrophe, and I hate that, um, especially for the environment, man. You know, exactly. Damn, I mean, that is detrimental. Bro. We lost. So it's it's a loss for us because you Big know time. that's going to take effect revenue. And you know, as Losey touched on, the gas prices are not just jumping up, but they're everywhere. They're yeah, they're random. Dude, they're changing every day. There was like a forty cent change in Somerset, Kentucky, here, which is like thirty minutes from where we are here, mm-hmm. and that was that's just insane. They're almost like, let's roll a dice today. Yeah. yeah. I work okay. In, I yeah. work in Corbin, you know, 30 yeah. minutes away. So yesterday, gas was 286. Right. I get there today, it's 306. This morning. Yeah. 20 cents and jump overnight. Not even overnight. 24 12, hours. 12, I right. left work at, I, w- I left work late yesterday. I get so what, like 15 hours or something? Yeah, 10, 12, 15 yeah, hours, something like that. That's too, too damn much. How? Too soon. I mean, to me, there's no call for that. You know, and I mean, that's like, you know, didn't we all, you know, we were told that there was like some type of like law against price gouging. Well, yeah, prices. I thought they had a law implemented for that. I mean, I've heard that for years, as long as I can remember. I don't so, think it. But that's a lot. Gas prices, though. What do you have, way, What do you have to do to enforce that? Yeah, what's going on? Why ain't yeah. this in front of the Senate? Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, don't. It seems to me that the only people that are pricing the gas is the gas station right across the road from the other opposing mm-hmm. gas station. You're they're, right. They're competing, and it's just like, hey, what's the price today, man? Let's call you up. Hey, you know, so where you gonna put your shit at today? I'm gonna be at two ninety nine. Oh, yeah, what are they doing in Corbin? Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and roll with that a little bit. Yeah. 
So, I mean, and then then what I wonder about the gas deals, are you truly getting the gallons you that they state on these gas? I really want to check that. Have you ever watched the videos where, like, you I'm about even, to roll with a damn meter, bro. Yeah, you don't even start it, and it's pumping already, like, if you pay with your car. No, yeah, so I watched a couple of videos not long ago when gas was out. There was an outage because of the pipeline. Yeah. So they, they hadn't even started to pump the gas. They just paid for it with their card, and it's, like, moving already. And then when they start. Y'all haven't seen that? I haven't seen no, that. I've seen but that. But you know, it's weird you mentioned that because I just thought of that a couple of days ago. So I was getting gas and I was thinking, not just like these pumps, but I was imagining Anywhere. back in the day, the old school pumps. Oh, yeah, you couldn't regulate you that. You know, the little flip number. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know that there was people that were intelligent enough to be like, hey, man, I'd go on down the street to that other gas station because you get more gas there you know if you know it. what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Like, and those things weren't as regulated, so you actually would get more gas for the same price if you get what i'm saying right. just because yeah. of the nozzle yeah. or the yeah pump, oh yeah the pump itself or which i know y'all's got in your you know like got in the vehicle after filling it up some or like putting a certain amount in there like now what the hell is going on this yeah. gas hand last yeah. night yeah. and the and the gas hadn't really moved the yeah. price yeah. and i was thinking yeah mm-hmm. no 20 got me you know how much more. Like, yeah. yeah so i've always wondered about that i really would like to just we need to go around and randomly check at mm-hmm. get an exact like a, a jug and mark it exactly. Yeah, that, that reminded me of Texas Roadhouse. Expose some people. That dude like weighed his steak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love Roadhouse. Shout out Roadhouse. Shout out Texas Roadhouse. Hey, bro, um, need sponsors. Get yeah. some steak meal to eat while we're... We ain't hating. Y'all made it right for him. Um, but but guy, I did see... But now, what they said on that was is that they weigh the steak raw, correct? And when they cook it, some of the, uh, I guess the... The moisture escapes the steak. Right, and, yeah. Is that what they was trying to say? It kind of shrivels up. But I know y'all have been there before. Like, my woman usually get a six ounce, and I'll get an eight ounce sirloin. And a lot of times, hers comes down. Her shit's the same size as mine, bro. And I'm over like, yeah. bust that scale out. I can tell you whatever they want to tell you. I'm trying to saddle up. Bust that scale out. <laughs> <laughs> it's your birthday. I'm trying to saddle up. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, shout out Roadhouse. I love y'all. Yeah, send us some rolls. Hey, them rolls and green beans. Yeah, man, we can talk about that all day, too. Man. Man, let's do a podcast in Roadhouse. It's be wild as hell. Right up on the bar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hit us up if you, if you guys think that's a pretty pretty good idea. Yeah. We'll do it. Speaking of podcast, I want to throw this out here before we get too farther in the episode. Me and Corey was talking about, and we, we let Losi know, on our seventh um, episode, which in October what? October 20th. October 20th. We have decided for Halloween, we would like to put together a call-in podcast for you guys maybe to relate some of the uh, paranormal experiences you've had. Mm -hmm. Because as you guys know, we're huge paranormal guys. We have a paranormal group called Fourth Dimension Paranormal. Look us up on YouTube. Check it out. But yeah, we thought that'd be real cool if we could maybe get some people to call in. We'll set a certain time for you guys to start calling in and, and we might have somebody screening the calls and yeah. you know yeah. if you can't get it through then then you know wait a little bit and call again because we might have somebody on the line but yeah we'd like to have some call-ins on the podcast and you guys will be heard on our podcast yeah. talking about the wild ass paranormal experiences y'all made experience yeah we'll speak about our own we want to hear yours definitely we'll and, analyze them some yeah so if you guys think that'd be cool you know let us know let us know also you know i want to throw a plug in for amy dixon at uh, that's Southern right. graphics yeah hooked us up with these sweet mind faction podcast coasters custom Bow. brought them in right before we started custom. and they're awesome so she's also who did our sticker in the middle of our table yeah. shots out hit up southern graphics guys she showed up in clutch right before the podcast started mm-hmm. brought them in hooked you know us up. keep the nice table i built nice and uh Nice and clean. Nice and clean. Coming in clutch. But yeah, if y'all want to like join in with that podcast, I know a lot of you guys out there love paranormal, just like we do. And we, 
We're all time getting some weird road noise out here. And the balance of tires. Hell, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. Head on down to Big Blue. That he, yeah, well, Big Blue. Well, actually, go down to a uh, tire shop down yeah. in Winfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. boy Shane. <laughs> I ain't hating on Big Blue. <laughs> no, I'm not. Y'all, really. y'all got me some good used tires before. There you go. <laughs> good use. Good yeah. Use <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, um, we would really enjoy doing a podcast, including you guys, about your paranormal experiences. Um, yeah. So, October 20th, be ready to call in. And we will be ready to rock and roll with you guys. Mm-hmm. Mostly paranormal episode. Definitely. Bring Halloween time. All right. So, yeah. uh, getting back to this, have you guys heard about how Earth is dimming due to climate change? I have not. And do you believe in climate change, actually? Let's start off with that. I can't even talk about I don't. I really don't know. I haven't, I haven't done enough research to even I know if I believe in it or not. You know, I do believe that we are doing an adverse effect on the Earth with all these gases escaping. But at the same time, you know, there's back... Before we was actually really civilized, there was a lot of forest fires. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, all kinds of stuff was going on. But, yeah, I do feel that we are causing a little bit of issues on Earth. Yeah. I really do. And, you know, I didn't know. I was kind of on the fence. I was kind of like low a little bit. I was like, man, you know, I haven't really seen anything to make me a true believer. But, you know, I've kind of seen a few of the statistics. Um, and it seems like over the last decade or so is when we have caused the most havoc on our why. atmosphere. Well, I mean, there's more cars, more, people, more cars on the yeah. road, more factories out there, and we're trying to do what we can to become more eco-friendly. But is it working? I mean, come on, it's it's. I don't believe it's working. You know, um, you know, that's also. I, I remember reading something about the the cattle we raise, a lot of methane gas they release. Mm-hmm. You know, they were saying that had an effect on our atmosphere. Yeah. Also, have you yeah. ever heard about that? I have. Um, I mean, I mean, didn't, didn't look into it real deep or study much upon it, but it was kind of wild that I had stumbled across that fact years ago. Yeah. So um, with this research, though, there's something called Earthshine, which basically the sun, you know, it reflects the the Earth reflects the Earth's or the sorry, the Earth reflects the sun's shine. Okay. You know? Yeah. So, Makes sense. And that's what you know essentially lights up the moon. Mm. Right, so as the oh, moon glows okay. at night, it's just kind of a reflection of the light that Earth has bouncing off of it from the sun. You know, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you have Earth shine. And so, well, that's pretty like cool. right here, I have uh, warming oceans cause fewer bright clouds to reflect sunlight into space, emitting even more energy into Earth's climate system, which is where the you know the climate change is coming from. Yeah. Uh, researchers use decades of measurements of Earth shine, which is the light reflected from Earth that illuminates the surface of the moon, as well as satellite measurements over the past two decades. Earth is now reflecting about half a watt less light per square meter than it was 20 years ago, with most of the drop occurring in the last three years. That hmm. equates to about a half a percent decrease in Earth's reflectance. That's some pretty yeah. deep shit. Yeah, I mean, over the last three years, it's dropped over like half a percent. So, And they're really saying that's caused the uh, greenhouse effect. Yeah. Is what's causing this. Yeah. Um, man, just like three years it's been happening? Yeah, like, it dropped wow. that much in three years. No, it, it's dropped steadily. For about 17 years, there was kind of like a plateau. Okay. And then over the last three years, it kind of started to drop significantly, like okay. kind of, like a little more. So, you know, I wonder if there ain't some certain gas in the atmosphere that causes that reflection. Yeah. Like just you, one certain gas. Like an interruption kind of. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe there's some gases we're putting up in there that's kind of, you know. Like you think it's going to bounce back. Rejecting maybe. it or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. weird. That's like, pretty cool. Like it's a fluctuation as opposed to like a permanent. Right. Yeah. 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 Like maybe to come back, build mm-hmm. itself up. Yeah. Because, I mean, how how long have they studied this? You know, I don't know. Well, they just that said, is a cool fact. Over, over the last 20 years, you know. Oh, well, yeah. And it's weird that the last three years Yeah, it's there's really not been a fluctuation really for 17 years. And then the last three, you kind of have this this drop. It's Trump's fault. It is. 
We ain't getting political. I'm sorry, it's, it's guys. The, it's the main tweets, and then all of a sudden, the earth wasn't. The atmosphere said, Bro, "Hell all, with you, Trump. I'm rolling out." It's I'm all the jobs about that he brought back. You know, everybody yeah. traveling to their yeah. job that they had. Yeah, yeah guys, we're, we're going to try not get too political on this one, but <laughs> yeah, we're going to throw some jabs in there every now and then. Oh, you got throw some jabs. Don't hate on us for that. Shot, Little sucker shot, punches shot, and stuff. Shot, you know, shot, 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 yeah, you know. I mean, I don't really know how I feel about climate change. Like we said, you know, and, and once you start talking about that, it's like, what well, you know, you you get into that. That rabbit hole of like, oh, you can go down and you down. know what? What do we need to do? What can we do to change it? Can we change it? Well, we spoke soon? about this on the last episode, also. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all want to go green. That is great, but every country would have to be on the. I like the Paris Accord you was talking about. Every country would have to be on the same page yeah. and work together simultaneously to help anything. You know, the biggest and not throwing China back under the bus. And I was like, you probably guys probably think I hate China, which I did say if China a few times, just a couple. prior episode. My bad, guys. Nothing personal, but I'm just saying. For any of our Chinese listeners. <laughs> for, yeah, I'm, I love y'all's food and stuff. I'm not saying nothing about it. And most of you guys are really cool. I met a lot of you guys, and I like you guys. But your country on some bullshit sometimes. But anyways, um, anyways, you know, they're the most um, pollution-active country on yeah. the earth right now. I was looking at statistics of that, and America's not far behind. You know, we're like 25 30% less than China. Yeah. So, I mean, we would all have to be on the same page. I mean, there's no way you could not. Just one country, like we said before, is not yeah. going to make a big dent. Yeah, or, you know, mechanically, we're so fossil fuel driven. That's just the way we are. I don't know how else to. Because, like, even we, you know, we talked about in the last podcast about going, you know, electric. Yeah, mining. And, and what it takes to mine the metals to do that. And then you're you're polluting the environment even more so if you just use your fossil fuels. Just as, as we're talking about, you know, before how we're importing Fossil fuels. So, I mean, what do you do? You got to just manpower? We just want to go back to using horse and carriage again to transport and, you know. Yeah. I mean, two days later, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to roll up to work. Yeah. But, you know, that's a, uh, I don't know, you know, global global warming and uh, the greenhouse effect and all that stuff. I mean, it's been in effect for years, obviously. And I've learned about this. We all have as yeah. kids growing up through school. Yeah. But I, I, I'm up in the air. I don't know. Well, we, we know the earth is, is in a never-ending cycle. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. And, and if you look at everything, and I'm going to get really deep on this. Let's get it. If you look at everything in life, it's on a cycle. It's a cyclic it you know, is. thing. Like, you look at your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're in, we're in a cycle of, you know, you kind of end your life. If, you, if you're if you blessed enough to grow old. Right. You kind of right. end your life in the same state you began life. Kind of feeble. You do. You know what I'm saying? Um, the earth is in yeah. these. They're in, they're seasons. To earth there is we're essentially just speeding up that season by emitting more gases but this happened you know like in the jurassic period and the cretaceous period oh, yeah. like there's this there's this you know that makes we're, sense we're eventually going to end up back in another ice age is what's going to happen yeah that's they, they always say that they are actually surprised we're not in one yeah i remember yeah. saying it's it's we're pretty dead. on point for every what thirty thousand years twenty something thousand years something like that yeah. there's some kind of ice mm-hmm. age that does occur right and it's been we're on a the really the verge of that right now. So I'm not trying to say that I condone us to continue to pollute the environment as we are, right. but we're heading this direction anyway. We're just speeding it up. One person can't change the whole world. Yeah. So, but once Mother Earth kind of rids a little, you know, some more yeah. of us uh, with another ice age, then oh, we'll restart yeah. this whole thing all over again. I mean, imagine the catastrophe that would cause. Yeah. I mean, you would have food shortages that out, out the ass. Yeah. Not to be. Profanity using, profanity using, but you know what I mean. It, the, the, it's it's wild to think that that the Earth is a, a never ending cycle, really. Yeah, you know that's like our lives. We come, like you said, a baby. We got to learn stuff. Yeah. We get to our peak. We kind of work through our peak. Get old, yeah. and sometimes we're back to where we was. We're bald, 
Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, we can't get around good, right. and it's sad, really. Yeah. I mean, and I but mean, that's I just a life cycle. I know that was kind of a far reach, but I was but just I trying to get that's that example analogy. across of being like, there's this, you know, there's seasons. Oh yeah, you know, you got fall, winter, yep. spring, summer. Yep. You know, then you've got like the different seasons, life of, cycles of Earth. Yeah, it's life. Cycles. It's a life cycle. It is. You know, and I mean, we we every, going on for billions of years. Everything, our clocks is a cycle. We're on a cycle. Yep. You know, we're also creatures of habit. Yeah. Humans are. The universe so, yeah. is in a cycle right now. It's going to. Oh yeah. You man. know, theoretically, deep, it's going to. Uh, what is it contract? And oh then, yeah. And then there's going to be another big bang, and then it's going to explode again, and then it's start going to, over. It's going to collapse on itself again, and it's just a never That's ending, deep, bro. You know, it's almost like a big clockwork. It is. It's like gears. Yeah. Everything's that, working together. That's where that theory of energy can can't be created nor destroyed. That's true. Because it's a never ending cycle. It's just in a different state. It is. It, just, it changes states. A different part of the cycle. Yep. That's yeah. deep, bro. I like that. Hit the mind blown. Let's get the mind blown right here. Let's Should we hit it, it on them? <gasps> Crikey! My mind's blown. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, we just made its effect. Let me know if y'all like it. Crikey, mate. <laughs> but, yo, that's a really good. Uh, I like that, man. I haven't heard that fact, and I think a lot of people out there would really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'd never heard of Earth, Sean. i never heard of that. thought that was pretty neat. And, you know, as much as I've studied up on space, I really, I thought that the sun just oh. was shining on the moon, and that's why it yeah. lit it up. Our dark right. side was Illu- facing illuminating. illuminating. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the Earth actually reflected light onto the Moon. Right? Is that yeah. what it's saying? Like the yeah, it's saying it? that the sun, that, that the light that is hitting the Earth, well, just bounces off and illuminates the Moon. What am I thinking? I mean, we got you know, Moon cycles. I didn't too. think about that either. You I know, what? I thought the same as you. I think most people do. Think that what is way. wrong with me? And my, you know, Garrett at Mind Faction here. Lord, <laughs> nice more neuro peak. Take some more neutropic. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of that, let's let's hit a plug for them real quick. Hey, yeah, you know, um, I don't know if you guys have ever looked into nootropics. Um, you know, me personally, I have ADHD, and it, sometimes it's hard to focus on certain things. My friends will tell you here that I'm scatterbrained sometimes. So uh, I tried out some new ter- nootropics off Amazon called a Neuropeak, and it was only like 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been taking it for about three days now. And you tell difference? I, it seems like my mind is less cloudy. I'll say that. Or like... More focused. More focused. I'm not thinking of 27 things in one time. Right, right. You're more right. categorized. You're more I am. in uh, tune. I'm in tune. I'm in tune a lot more. And uh, it actually calms my mood a little bit. Yeah, puts you in a better mood. It does, um, especially still with grieving with my dad. Mm-hmm. No, right. Um, it's not that it's masked it, but it's almost like it. It's leveled me out a little bit. Yeah, kind of like a relaxation. Yeah, and the good thing about the Neuropeak is it's pretty much all natural. All natural. You know, and I exactly. like that. I don't. I don't want no kind of prescription drugs to no. level my mood. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. and um, yeah. Technically, I'm supposed to be um, prescribed Adderall, and I don't take it. So, yeah. but yeah, y'all check out the uh, Neurotropics. And if you guys have a problem with focus and memory and all that good stuff, it won't hurt to try it out. It's 15 bucks. Order it. Order it now. And maybe we can uh, get them guys to hear us and hook us up. Oh, you yeah. never know. Yeah. So what you got for us, man? Well, you know, I'm going to go ahead and we'll talk about the Gabby Petito update. We'll go ahead and throw that out there and get it out of the way. Oh, yeah. Um, as far as I know, the cause of death has still not been released. Right. I wonder why they're trying to keep that under... I think scrutiny it, so much. I think it's going to come out maybe after they capture Brian Laundry or find out where his whereabouts or if he's even still alive. You yeah. Know? Um, I think it'll kind of be. Because I'm really curious how what happened to her. I mean, we all are. Um, we know that the body was found in Spread Creek camping area in Wyoming. Yeah. You know, we know that. Um, and the reason that he's really being a person of interest right now is because he used Gabby Petito's bank card in Wyoming three days after the 22-year-old Long Island native was last seen alive. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's why they're questioning him on that. You know, I didn't know this. Now, 
The lawyer family, uh, Laundry's family lawyer said Brian returned home for supplies and then flew back to Salt Lake City, Utah on August 23rd to rejoin Petito. You know, I just read that. That's crazy. Brian flew home to obtain some items and empty and close a storage unit to save money as he and Petito contemplated on extending the road trip, the lawyer wrote to the Post. Mm. You know, when was she supposed to have been killed? Do, do we have a time frame on that? Do they know actually when? I think it was the first or somewhere around the first. Yeah, I believe so. Of like, September, right? That was when, like, the, I guess they first became a little, like, suspicious of their whereabouts or something. So, on August 23rd, when he flew back, that she was still alive, correct? Or what? Do they even know? I don't think they know. I mean, I'd say they know now with the autopsy. And you know, why did he flew back? Like, why did he, like, well, fly back to... Well, that's what they're trying to explain away there. But, okay, explain why he's on the run right now. So... Exactly. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, I yeah. Speaking of being team. on a run. Yeah, they had a storage unit. Dennis right? Davis. They did. Yeah, they had a storage unit. So when he came back, he emptied the storage unit out because he wanted to save money or use money. Yeah, for the trip. trip. But What was in that storage unit is the question. Mm, I yeah, yeah I don't know about all that. Yeah, mm. we'll capture him. We'll find out. That's crazy. So, uh, you know, Dennis Davis, he was a hiker from Florida. He yep. happened to be an engineer. In, yeah, the Appalachian Mountains there and uh, the Tennessee-North Carolina border Yep, claim to have seen him. And there's a lot of things that don't make sense about that. Do you really think he saw him? I, I watched the interview with him. Um, I don't know, man. Is he clout chasing or why would you do? Why would you do that? They said there's been multiple sightings in North Carolina now. And I'm like, but yeah, I mean, of course. He said he was, you know, what I seen in that interview, he said he was stocky. I didn't think that guy was stocky, no, bro. he wasn't stocky. I didn't. Here's what he said. He said the hiker told... Uh, they said that the hiker told 911 dispatcher that he was 99.99% sure he spoke with the late Gabby Petito's fugitive boyfriend. Yeah. He's that damn sure. He's that sure. But if he was that sure, why did it take him to speak to him, then pull over, then pull up his pictures and go, man, that right. was him. Come on. Dude. Exactly. Like, why would you, like he said he didn't really know about much about the case, right? Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and call this dude out. Were you scared, bro? Right. Were you, you know, scared of 23 year old Brian Laundry? Well, that's what he said. He said, uh, I think he uh the next was it the next day he called or some shit? Yeah, was he, it? He said Brian was at he pulled up he talked to Brian and he said that, that Brian's girlfriend had called him. Like Brian's girlfriend called him and wanted they had a breakup. Yeah. That he needed to get to California. It's what he told it, he, the I remember interview. reading that the guy said that he that the the man who he claims that he thinks is Brian, Brian Laundry was yeah. saying, like, I love my girlfriend, yada yada. Mm -hmm. I'm I gotta get, get to California. California. Yeah. What road to take? Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you gotta take I forty for you know, for starters. He goes straight through. And he's like, No, I'm gonna take a back road. Yeah, it's like, what are you what? I, I don't know. Why California? I'd have punched though? him straight in his mouth and California choked him out. has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do. <laughs> I'd have got that reward money. I'd, man. There's hey, a, Brian, pull up here in McCreary County, bro. We got you. We'll harbor you. You know, if, uh, choke if, you out. All right. So just let's just say this that, uh, you know, he's trying to flee to California, right? Yeah. Why in the world would you think it was a good idea to travel cross country in your vehicle? Well, you know, that's the thing. You know, he was last seen in Florida, supposedly. How is he jumping? There's somebody else helping this guy get around. There has to be. His yeah. ass didn't walk from Florida to the North Carolina-Tennessee border. Not to jump around, but you know, we're talking about how this guy said he was 99.99% sure. Right. Okay, how basic does this guy look? He's basic. There's dudes everywhere that look like this guy. There really is. He's got basic haircut, basic facial There really hair. is, bro. He's a 23-year-old dude. You know, there's no telltale signs of them and just acting weird. But, you know, there's some dudes geeking out all the time that you're just like. And, you know, this is what else. I know, right. And this is what else. He said, although laundry was last seen September 14th on what was the uh, the Carlton Reserve in Florida, 20, 24,000 acre Carlton Reserve in Florida. 
This man was very adamant that he spoke with Laundrie on this trail and was very certain it was him. Also, well, why aren't these guys detaining this dude? Like, hey, man, I, for I real, bro, hey, if me and you, if, if any of us see Brian Laundrie, his ass is getting dropped. Bro, I don't, I don't think he's in the country. He didn't, he had two weeks to be. What gone. do you mean in the country? Like, think he thinks he's in here. Mexico or something? Yeah, I don't think he's here. That would be the, the most logic thing to do. I mean, he yeah. had, he had so much time to get away. Right. And do, nobody so, knew he was gone. The crazy thing is, though, um, you know, Brian Laundrie had talked about the, the longest time he'd been in the woods. It was six weeks and bragged about only having a large pack of crackers, <laughs> cheese or peanut butter crackers, and sustained him the whole time. He just sounds like a really bad survivalist. I mean, but he, I mean, honestly, it's like why, why he's doing proud? pretty good. I mean, because he's in there six weeks with just a, he just took a pack of crackers with him. What was he going to do? Try to be out naked and afraid? Or I don't know what he was yeah, training for. Bear grills. I don't know what he this was is doing. my resume to get on Discovery. Channel. I know. I mean, I'm telling you right now. Look, if I if I roll up on this kind of thing, it's Brian Laundry. I'm dropping him, bro. Dude, look, I was he's in, catching that hook. Ain't even gotta be him. I'm like, so what's your name? Uh, or who you looking for? Boom. <laughs> and he's gonna wake up and dogs and be like, what's up, bro? So I took a trip today down to Cades Cove down in Tennessee, nice. pretty hey. close to Pigeon Forge. In between Pigeon check out. Forge and Gatlinburg. Yeah, check out Cades Cove. Check it out. Shout out. Nice place. Um, and so you know, that's if anyone knows the area, that's pretty close to North Carolina Tennessee border. It is in the Appalachian Mountains. I was on the lookout for Brian. Was you? No Was joke. you serious? No joke. I mean, you never know. I mean, I wasn't down there looking for it. Right, I mean, like, right. I drove down there. Just, hunter on him. just enjoy the day. Yeah. And I'll be down place. there, you know, you know how we roll around here. So that's right. I was you like, never if know. I see this dude, he's getting dropped. I'm about, look, you're going to be put at gunpoint. Either, <laughs> you're damn right. Either you're coming alive or dead. How you want to play it? I'm not going to mistaken you like old dude down in North Carolina. Nah, we ain't going to have a chit chat. No. You're getting on the ground. It's going to say, you know, you're yeah. alive or dead. I that's mean, how we're rolling. I mean, that's just how we're raised. And I'm not even doing it for clout. That's right. You know, we spoke on dog, too, yeah. on this case. Although we hope the dog, the Chapman, Dwayne, the dog, Chapman, <laughs> dog, the Chapman, <laughs> Dwayne, the dog, Chapman. I was hoping he was doing it just for the love of him, of his career. You, you know? know, I did hear a little bit. I'm going to let you continue. I did hear something. About did you hear though. some bad stuff, too? No, I heard some good stuff. Really? He happened to be in Florida, I heard, maybe on vacation, maybe visiting family, maybe. All the all Chapman and, was? Yeah, okay. and I heard that there were so many people were like, hey, have you heard about the Gabby Petito case and that Brian Laundrie is back in Florida? And he heard about so much of it, and people trying to urge him to join in. Gotcha. That he was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm here. I hope that's true, man. Yeah, he didn't make that special trip to Florida is what I heard. Oh, okay. He happened to be there and was like, man, I might as well. This is what's right. See, I, what I heard was a few different things. I hope that is true. Because, I, I mean, he seems like a cool guy. He does. He really does. You know, what I heard was he's trying to make his way into the headlines, and he is plotting to return to his reality TV show. Yeah. So I hope that's not true. I mean, yeah. he's Dog, bro. We touched on that, too. Yeah, I hope that ain't true, bro. He's had I'm, a lot of media coverage lately between his wife passing. Yeah, I hated that, man. Beth was a really so nice lady. I do hope that it's genuine. Yeah. But I hope it's genuine for him. Yeah. Um. I salute him either way, really. Yeah. I mean, he's he's held. But th what I also heard was that he's not really working along with police officials. He's doing no. his own thing. Yeah, he's rogue. But why is that? Well, I don't know. Maybe because of the way they conduct themselves. Or they might release information or something sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, really. As a police officer, you're kind of held to a different standard of policy and the way you conduct yourself. Makes sense. I feel like as a bounty hunter, you're a little more. You do what uh, you want almost. Yeah, you get a little, you're a little more. Um, Lawless, yeah, more rogue, Assassin Creed type stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, come in, come that's on. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully they get this case wrapped up soon. Brian Laundry obviously knows how to take care of himself in the woods, which could be an issue. I mean, this time of year it's not too hot, but it is going to get cold on him. Yeah. 
right. if he's running for long. So, yeah. and the thing is with that, he will have to build fires. So they will find him before oh, winter. Yeah. They'll, they'll Absolutely. find him soon. Whether he's in Florida and he's on the Appalachian Trail, I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't know. So, man, you mind if I just switch this up? Let's win? switch it. Let's switch it. 180 bro. degrees. 180 degrees. So apparently, there's a race right now with tech companies to replicate the human brain electronically. Have you heard about this? No, but I always heard about Elon Musk talking about AI is a big negative. Yeah. He's not too. He's not too big of a fan of AI. That kind of appears the way that we're going, and that's kind of scary. It is for anybody who don't know what AI is. It's artificial intelligence. Yeah, and what that means is is that you will have a device, say your phone, will recognize its own being, like it's alive. Yeah, and then it can make choices for itself. It mm-hmm. can, you know. Anyways, sorry, I got yeah. on a rant there. Essentially, bro. it's kind of like a. I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the Terminator. Yep, you know, a cyborg that can make its own decisions and can kind of function dangerous. as a human being. Mm. Man, that could you be know? dangerous. So Samsung just said it wants to put human-like brain structures on a chip. IBM is also developing hardware designed around the brain, and Intel's latest low Loiha, and I may be butchering that, but that's, that's all good. Loiha is ten times faster than the previous generation component announced four years ago. According to Intel, its digital circuits run up to 5,000 times faster than biological neurons in the brain. So it's already outsmarting us. Absolutely. It's already quicker than men. Yeah, it's, uh, its response time is how 5,000 times? 5,000 times 5, faster 000. than the biological neuron. Wow. Yeah. Look, man, I really think they're messing with something. They, don't be, they don't really don't mean. They're almost playing God right now. I'm not feeling that, bro. You know, we're, we're getting to that point where it's like, what was the movie with Will Smith? Was it iRobot? Yeah. iRobot. Is that yeah. it? That's what it makes me think of immediately. It worries me. Yeah. Why do these companies not see that? Are they just wanting to think about profit? And speaking of that, you know, the iRobot thing, did you see where Amazon has that new little robot drone no. thing? That they're, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the homes and it can roll around and it's kind of like Alexa on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. This shit's getting out of hand. It is, oh. man. It's really intrusive. It's... Are you serious? Yeah. I've not heard about this. I don't like that, man. It, it poses a lot of security threats. Oh, yeah. Because you could hack it. Yeah, they're kind of just, they are testing the waters right now to see what we're willing to allow in our homes. I think it's a bad and, idea, guys. Yeah, I'm hoping no one jumps on that on board with that because. I know. wish Elon Musk could jump on here and talk about AI with us. That would be dope. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is Intel stab at creating more intelligent computers that can efficiently discover patterns and associations in data. And from that, learn to make smarter and smarter decisions. So essentially, like the human brain. So they'll learn what's right from wrong and continue to try. Or they? Yeah. They may turn evil. Because there'll be at one point that they can make their own decisions, period. Yeah. And then the bad part is if you have a cyborg-type robot, it can repair its own kind if something happens to it. So essentially. It don't get tired. Yeah. Just like how the human brain is, it's going to begin to do things that benefit benefit it only in its existence. If you endanger its existence, like if you went to kill it and hit the kill switch, it, it stopped. It may make a decision. It may read you. Oh in yeah, a sense. And, and it's going to react five thousand times faster than your human brain can process. Yeah. That's so, scary. Yeah, and it says here it's it's not a processor in a traditional sense. It's aimed at experimentation rather than production use. Of course, like they're not really looking to like mass produce it right now. It's more just like of course not. Yeah, we're trying it out. Right. I mean, and that's the way everything begins. I hope they end that shit. Uh, it consists of up to 128 cores that each have up to 8,192 components that act like natural spiking neurons that send messages to each other from a neural network and tackle a particular problem. So think about how crazy that is. I we mean, went that, from the 1960s to a damn computer that's about the size of this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen that photo of the IBM yes. uh, hard drive and they're loading it onto a truck and it looks like the size of like a, I don't even know what to compare that to. <sighs> 
How do we advance so quickly? We talk about this on other subjects. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. Alien craft recovered. Anyways, um, <clears throat> and maybe I reached out to Dr. Stephen Greer, yeah. his team. If you guys haven't heard of the Bachelor's shout guy. out to one of our listeners, um, Aaron Jones. I want to give him a shout out. You oh, know, yeah, what's he up, brought bro? that to my attention, and then he was like, hey, you need to check out Stephen Greer. I did. It was so weird stuff. because I had done reached out, and Kilby was like, yeah. bro. I've heard of this guy. Yeah, yeah. So I did reach out to Dr. Stephen Greer's, Greer's team, and I hope he has enough time maybe to join us in for a call-in. You know, he has a lot of great information about you know, if you guys believe in alien life forms and whatnot and highly advanced civilizations like that, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. not to interrupt you. I'm always interrupting. I'm sorry, bro. Oh, you're good. Dude. Smack so, me. I'm so just here. getting back to this again on the, uh, the Loiha chip or whatever this thing is, you know, whatever you want to call it. There's also an external input output that communicates with other hardware and interfaces to link multiple Loiha 2 chips together into a mesh as required. Which essentially, like a supercomputer. I'll break that down for you. What that essentially means is you can take these chips that are already like supercomputers, super chips. Already. Combine as many as you need to to create, to create whatever. It, the, as big as you want. It'd be almost like, wow. for simple, simplified terms, if you could Bluetooth 15 Bluetooth speakers together. Yes. You can continue That's to crazy. create a bigger and bigger sound system. You can create a bigger and bigger computing system. Yeah, neuron system. So there's it could solve problems in the snap of a finger, if not quicker. I mean... Fractions of a second. And, and this hardware is talking about like linking into itself. Like in the future, that hardware is going to become limbs. It's going to become a moving head. And eventually, we're going to be creating cyborgs. Well, yeah. I'm a, yeah. I don't know about it. I'm not a fan of that. I mean. I mean, who, who would be? That's common sense. You're going to try to create something that can I know who create, would be. Well, who? These company owners, man. They well, want yeah, factory workers like Amazon and stuff. They're going to begin small. True. You know, I never thought about that. They're going to begin small. I mean, car manufacturers already got robots building cars. Right. Yep. They're doing major like welding and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. So basically, in short terms, as humans, we'll be obsolete. Yeah. We'll be last year's model. These cyborgs are going to become automated in the beginning. And then <sighs> they're going to be, right, bro. Then they're going to do manual function, right. creating their own destiny, doing their own thing. I mean, if Elon Musk, one of the most innovative people on earth... Says this is a bad idea. Come on, man. Yeah, I mean that's a, a bad idea. It's a goal. It's, it's a, a goal. It's I understand. It's like the twenty forty nine for China. That's true. You know, that's true. At what point do we consider, like in the future, when these if we do create, you know, just theoretically, we create cyborgs. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got human like brain structures. Mm. At what point do we say that they're experiencing consciousness the same way a human being is experiencing oh, man, consciousness. That shit can get where, so deep. Where do you draw the line on that? Where do you? Yeah. What is consciousness? What is consciousness? We're going to, hey, we're going to save this whole topic right here on consciousness for a whole new episode. How do you, how do you define that? Oh, man. I can go on for yeah, days about consciousness. What is it? What is it? Is it just you being out for yourself like, like I was saying earlier? Right. Like when they can make that conscious decision to... Like, oh, he's going to try to terminate me, like shut me down. Right. I better eliminate him. And speaking of consciousness. For their own benefit. They say your own consciousness creates your reality. Yeah. Yeah. So if we, you know. So when a computer is able, when a cyborg is able to scan a room. Yeah. Uh, and. Analyze. Analyze and assess what's going on around it. In a snap of a finger. And boom. respond. Is that not being conscious and aware of its environment and Bro. what's happening or. And it's. We're all, they're already doing this. And if we already pre-programmed it to know that it's a machine and it's alive and how it's built, it's it's it knows itself being. Yeah. Do you have so to, is that is it conscious? Damn, this this is getting Roomba? deep. Do you have like the vacuum cleaner? I don't. Do you? No, I don't. No. But I mean, like you know, yeah. They scan the room. 
Yeah. They run into stuff. Yeah. And but then, like, if they get stuck, they take That's a basic. You well, that's basic, but it's like but I mean, they have limitations on what they know. Yeah, but they don't. They don't know they're alive. Yeah. They don't know Not they yet, really exist. Their knowledge is limited because yeah. if I asked a Roomba, hey, Roomba, how are you manufactured? It wouldn't know. It, it wouldn't can't know. respond. Like, what? It's, it's it technology like is limited. When, once right. the technology is right. unlimited to the point where it can respond to me in an intelligent way. That's scary. Yeah. So you could say, you know, Cyborg, how are you feeling today? It may have a bad day like we do. Yeah. It may be like, ah, you know, this circuit over here is kind of slow. Yeah. It's not responding correct. You know, I'm yeah. just, I feel kind of like shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, had to have, I had to do a hard reboot at 9.32 p.m. Yeah. I just wasn't to, feeling up to it, bro. You know, I'm having a bad Monday. Yeah. But guess what? They'll never have a bad Monday. They'll never have a, a sore limb. Because why? Because there's so much more advanced technology than, yeah. than a human body is. If they begin to have a limb. They'll never get tired, bro. Yeah. This could be a huge, dangerous thing for humanity. I feel for humanity, When period, one begins man. to mess up or is flawed, we trash it or we fix it and we move on. Yeah. A human being. They retire, yep. and you're just kind of like, in a sense, they could see a machine, could see us as flawed, and see us, and as, see us as a weak link. Taking up space. Yep. Um, you know, yep. essentially a machine is using electricity to function, batteries mm-hmm. or whatever. They yep. could look at us and be like, you you are obsolete. You're yeah. slower. You're, you're weaker. Slower, you're weaker. You're, you're a, a really basic version of life to us. But are we? I mean, it's crazy to uh, to me that we can create something technology technology. I can't even talk technologically. Technologically, mm-hmm. way more advanced than our mind, you know, and more a lot more faster than Think our mind. How crazy works. this! Our mind is the oldest and most advanced supercomputer yeah, well, yes, on sir. the planet. Right, millions, pretty much millions of years old. We have an organic blueprint that creates us. So, who is the most advanced supercomputer? I don't know. We're able to adapt to anything. Anything. We have survived. We stood the test of time. <sighs> this is getting deep, and I love it. It is. This is the kind of shit that gets my gears rolling for my infection, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to figure out if every Will Smith movie is going to be alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, was for the, real, bro. What was bro? the vaccine movie that, he, that they What did? was that? Oh, man. What uh, was the name of that movie? What was that? 20, I cannot. Um, um, I know what you're. I'm going to look this up, man. Is that the one where the. Um, he had the dog and he the, the Mustang. The like he, he created the yeah. vaccine. Yeah, and he was like, was it? It was something was 20, mutants 20, or whatever. Twenty. I can't, I can't remember. remember it was those mutants were attacking him, and his dog ends up dying. If we had this uh, AI technology, we'd yeah. know it. <laughs> it's like super sad. Like, he had a really good movie called Gemini, man. Right. Yeah, I watched that one too. Yeah, so, I am legend. I am legend. I am legend. That is a awesome movie. Yeah. Shout out that GT five hundred that supercharger screaming at the beginning, son. Sick. But yeah, you know. As far as AI goes, guys, I don't know how interested our listeners are into that, but I'm very interested in that because that is something to keep an eye on because that could be very detrimental to the human race, I feel. When something can look at you and say you're obsolete, Mm -hmm. you're taking up space, how are we going to fight something like that that can move faster, that can process things faster? I think that we can adapt and we can overcome. We always have. I always thought this in depth because, man, I'm a a Terminator series fanatic. That's right. Great movies. I thought about this stuff in depth. You know, and so I was like, you know, I feel like we would always be on the positive outcome of that because at the end of the day, they can process things, but they're at the end of the day, they're always going to be a computer. Can they adapt? And the human will, they don't have that willpower like we have. True. They would have a unless they program us somehow. I don't know. They they can program willpower. The the, that extra that drive the human spirit. Yeah, the the actual drive. And I know that sounds corny, but like being serious, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I get. You know what I mean? Like. That extra push, like whenever someone has a will to live, we have no explanation for why they can 
We really don't. Not succumb to death. You know, right. some, you know that's like a lot of times like you hear a doctor say you got a month to live and they'll live two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like there's then, someone, you, then you'll have somebody just give up yeah. and die really yeah. fast. Yeah, or there's know? people that have literally died of a broken heart because it causes yeah. an issue. You know what I mean? Like you that's just crazy. You kinda yeah. just it was a thought. Right. They say that your mind can control how you feel as far yeah. as sickness and health and what Tell I mean, that. obviously. The greatest yep. supercomputer ever created <laughs> it is. is within your cranium. The I seven ain't got shit on his cranium dome right here. So <laughs> I actually want to ask you something, man. Okay. So, um, you know, we're talking about supercomputers here. Yeah. You had some crazy facts about these crystal skulls. Yes, sir. As you guys know, you know, we like to do segments on um, murder mysteries, um, fun facts. I am really intrigued about ancient civilizations. A lot of people find history boring, but man, I was, uh, since a kid, I've been intrigued because, you know, I always watch all these shows and stuff and uh, we'll give a shout out to Ancient Aliens. I mean, that show, if you guys have never watched it. Watch it with an open mind. A lot of people are so close-minded about a lot of this stuff when it comes to alien life forms. I'm yeah. not, Like I said before, I'm not talking about little green guys running around. I'm talking about people who look like us or resemble our beings mm-hmm. and are very intelligent. Yeah. Or don't don't even imagine like a physical, don't even apply right. like a, a physical body att- attribute. Right. Just, just think in the terms of like there is a more intelligent, sophisticated, advanced being out there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's superior to us. How is that so hard to grasp that? You know, their civilization could be been around uh, 100,000 years longer than ours. Yeah. Or longer. Look at us. We've advanced since the 60s from a hard drive you got to load up on a truck to a thumb drive that holds 10 times that information yeah, yeah. I can slide in my pocket. Yeah, two terabytes. And, yeah. and that's been, what, 40, 50 years? Yeah. Imagine a 100,000-year advanced technology more advanced than us. How can you not grasp somewhere in space that there's something like that going on? You yeah. don't know. We don't know that. Yeah. But check this out. The crystal skulls was uh, really held high by a lot of ancient civilization. There's supposed to be 13 crystal skulls on Earth. And when they diverge and come together, it create and unlocks a huge happening of on Earth. You know, something may unlock and a big event may happen. Yeah. To date, there has been 12 skulls already found that's in personal and private collections. Um, and they were found all over Earth, right? All over different areas. A lot yeah. of them come from uh, Mesoamerica. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot of the, the the really high quality skulls. The weird thing about these skulls are they can't carbon date them, and the reason they can't carbon date them is because they're made of a uh, quartz crystal. Quartz crystal does not contain carbon. Yeah. So where exactly can silicone. you find quartz crystal? Quartz crystal is located about everywhere. It's even in the crust of the earth, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's crazy the pieces of crystal that they created these skulls out of are so pure. Yeah, and like we talked about in our previous episode. I want to give a shout out to uh, how I was talking about Michi Pichu. Mm-hmm. It's actually Puma Punku I was meaning in the last episode, so guys. Puma Punku. So I'm sorry about that that fact on the last episode. Uh, Puma Punku was the town that had these crazy interlocking blocks and stuff. But oh, anyways, okay, okay. these skulls, um, they can't find tool marks on them. This skull right here, um, it was found in 1924 by British adventurer Frederick Mitchell Hedges. Um, he did an expedition into Belize, I think it was. And the facts are, the Mitchell Hedge skull was also known as the Skull of Doom. Anna toured the worldwide, which was his uh, stepdaughter, toured the worldwide, had a worldwide tour with the skull and gave lectures on its purpose, psychic powers, and mystic past. Hmm. They say that these skulls um, can get in someone's psyche, can help you think better. They, they, they contain certain powers. A lot of people believe there's a really big religious yeah, religious items. The weird thing about these skulls are the crystal that they're made out of is a, a pure silicon crystal. Yeah, and 
you pick up your phone today, hard drives, solid state hard drives, f- um, the phones, like I said, the phones, the watches, anything that has memory yeah. is made of quartz, silicon crystal. So what you essentially were relaying to me was that if there's a way we could find to tap into these. They, yeah. A lot of people think that these, these skulls can be programmed with great knowledge, ancient knowledge. Um, what I also read was that ancient civilizations, a lot of different civilizations stated that there was you know, crystal skulls on earth and they was given by the sky people. The sky people. That's what they re- referred them to, the sky people. Other civilizations may label them as religious figures. Right. For their lack of being able to... To understand. To understand. Yeah. You, know, you know, you take 2,000 years ago, there was nothing flying around the sky that we know of. Yeah. So, I mean, so when they start seeing people ascend out of the sky and, you know, mm-hmm. and not to get too much off topic, but you can look at some ancient, um, well, not ancient, but paintings from the 14, 1500s. Yep. Have you ever seen where they have stuff flying in the sky? So UFOs in the, background? In the skies, mm-hmm. yeah. So what's going on with there that? There was one in particular, and I would have to do some research and find which particular painting this was, but you can actually see in the in the background, you see two individuals looking up at this, this disc. Yeah. And they're pointing at it. Yep. And they've, they've painted it to where there's like light emitting off of the disc as if it's glowing. Exactly. I mean, what does a basic modern-day UFO look like to you? A disc glowing in the sky. Yeah. I mean, where did this information come from? I wasn't just making this stuff up. How do you explain that hundreds of years ago? Hundreds of years ago. And no one questioned it. Like, why do they paint that in the sky? You know, now we do, a lot of people don't look to the sky as much because we're used to seeing airplanes blinking lights and stuff. So I think a lot of people just don't pay attention, yeah. you know, to the sky as much. Yeah. Well, now check this fact out. Mitchell Hedge loaned the skull to Hewlett Packard Laboratories back in the 1970s. They were un- unable to find any kind of tool markings. Wow. So they, you know, a lot of people tried to say that it was modern made. And you said they were like symmetrically perfect. Well, the, the Hedge's skull had a detachable jaw, was the most anatomically correct skull that they have found to date. And this was found in a Mayan pyramid. So that's the last, supposedly. The last one found. I don't know about that for sure. Okay, but that is the most famous skull that's found. Um, uh, Also, the crystal skull was not made of just any ordinary crystal, but it was made of a type of a crystal that is a piezoelectric silicon dioxide. This is the same exact type of crystal that was used inside of all of our information storage devices. Mm -hmm. Why would they make it out of that exact crystal if it did not contain some kind of information? We just don't know how to tap into it or read the information. That would be like, you that know how you stick a thumb drive in, you have the wrong file, and it says corrupt file. Mm-hmm. That would be the most sick external hard drive ever. Yeah. This Dude, freaking, that would this, be dope. This, this skull with a detachable jaw. Right. Here we go. The most, Speaking of skulls. The most anatomically correct skull. This is my external hard drive. It's crazy. Um, Did you say it was like the actual size, like dimensions of a normal? They said it's very, very anatomically correct. So has a detachable jaw. Look at the. T- they said this would take hundreds of years to create something like that. Yeah. yeah. Damn, it's raining right yeah, now. Is that rain? That's definitely some rain. Um, so think about this though, just for a second. Like how crazy it is. Like so, say this. This how many thousands of years ago would you say that that these was? And I know they couldn't carbon date it, but I wonder how old the that, temple was. We could, we could date the temple. Yeah. Um, now Anna, the, it was rumored that Anna went with her stepfather to this town. Man, you can really hear that rain and his mic. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. No. Was it down? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not all the way. Oh, well. No, you probably got rain guards. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, no. And my R15's in the front seat. Anyways. Podcast, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> all good. But uh, we'll get back to the skulls. Sorry, guys. Um, 
But yeah, she was she was rumored to be the one that actually located this this skull. She said she had climbed on top of this pyramid in uh, Belize. I think it was Belize. Belize. And she peer, you know peered down through a crack and seen the skull just gleaming through the sunlight, peering yeah. through this crack, and they they retrieved it. Um, it's pretty crazy. I mean, he must have been pretty confident to send that to let them use the skull to analyze it. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to say that you could like actually. It's kind of stupid to think that like you could date that skull by the date of the of the pyramid or wherever it was found, where uh, it was well, found. I mean, because I mean, what if they found it? Right. And it's right. An ancient artifact. Well, that's what they said did happen. A lot of the ancient uh, civilization said that they was gave gave that given to them. Yes. So I, I don't know what the true yeah. date on it. It's crazy you can't carbon date that. So imagine this. Imagine um, it was found by, or it was created by, ancient aliens. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we always try to, you know, key in yeah, that. Throw a little ancient That little conspiracy. They're not conspiracy theory, but that theory. In it's there. pretty cool. Um, so that would kind of insinuate that they already had the dimensions of a, human. Of a modern human brain, because right, we know that right. our ancestors, you know, the cranium had changed over time. It has. As yeah. we kind of evolved, per se. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's something to think about, too. Like, how correct know. they are and, with... Yeah. It blows my mind that these can be a, a storage device. That's what's really cool. Yeah, like, you could actually program that. And like, I've seen one, I've seen one uh, fact, now, now truly this is the homie to it, but I've seen one fact that said, um, these the way these are so compact, the crystal is so dense, Mm-hmm. That you could fit most of the computers on Earth in this one skull, the storage in it. Yeah, that's it's insane. it's got more storage than the the biggest supercomputer on Earth. So it could be in wait. So it's got enough storage space, or it <sighs> could mean. it could potentially have enough storage yes. space to be the largest storage device on Earth. Just one skull. That one, one skull. One skull. That one skull. What yeah. if what if these skulls contain the answers to the universe? I'm glad you said that. They said of these thirteen skulls. That twelve of the, the twelve main skulls are supposed to correlate to supposedly twelve inhabitable and civilized planets out there, right. and each one of these skulls talk about that single planet. Mm. They said the thirteenth skull is like a backup to all these other skulls in case something happens to them, and that also has a lot of knowledge about the universe, ancient knowledge. If they can unlock that, now that's what the theorists are saying. So and that's like, if we could even understand and read the code, right. the words. How dope the would language. be they can break that? But how would you know? They said also that a small chip of crystal, a quartz crystal, just a small little chip, has more storage power than the largest thumb drive you can buy right now. That blows my mind. Yeah. Um, you know, you know. Crikey, <laughs> it my blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, that's a cool fact, and gonna, it's a really mysterious. So man. I'm going to kind of divert this whole thing real quick. So yeah. we're talking about decoding this okay. in, in the sense that you could. You know, tap into this if it does have information on it. We would struggle to decode that because we had some codes from the Zodiac Killer. Going to plug that in, yeah, yeah, Zodiac. Um, you know that we just now did we did we actually decode that or we didn't decode the other messages? But there is a huge update in this case that we you can, it actually dropped today, guys. Today, today. October sixth. 2021, we finally found we figured it out. the true identity. Well, we didn't, but we, well, did. we didn't. But so crazy. We just talked about it. Though. Yeah, it's so crazy. We just brought mm. him up, so I'm going to pull that up here. Bring it up, kill. Yeah, so today they released who they... Are they pretty much 100% sure it was this guy? They said they were 100% sure. Wow. Yeah, the FBI has come out. They said the guy's name is... He was identified as Gary Francis Post or Poste or it's P-O-S-T-E. Okay. Um, Don't know how exactly to pronounce that. 
but they that's who they're saying this guy was man so i mean wow i don't really know we'll bring a picture up of him yeah it doesn't necessarily add anything to the case as far as like we're concerned um i mean because we already laid out what he did now how did they really um single out this guy did it mention that in the the, i know it's probably a long post on here i would have to like pull that back up but yeah that was just today and and was it the dna you think that it had to be from the stamp. Yeah. It had to be from the stamp because they sent that off earlier this year, and I guess it probably just come back. Yeah. I feel that's what they got that from. Yeah, so. But what if this guy was like, hey, look at this stamp for me. My mouth's really dry, bro. I got to mail this out mm-hmm. at the post office. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? I, I've got cotton mouth from smoking all this pot. Can you just, like, uh, lick this stamp for me, and uh, I'm going to mail this? Yeah, I was trying to find this right here. There, there's a photo of him right here that we'll, like, Garrett yeah, said, we'll, we'll key in. We'll pull up. Um, and show you guys. That's pretty amazing. It's crazy that we threw that out there that we would probably have an update on that case. That's cool. So it worked out great. Mm-hmm. But the sad part is he died in 2018, correct? This yeah, guy, he this did. Guy he passed. did pass in, uh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. So there's Boy, he no got way lucky. to... Boy, yeah. he got lucky. He did, man. Did he, though? <laughs> no, nah, man. He had to go take that to the grave and he, he knew what he did. And I wonder if he ever relayed that to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you always got that best friend you tell anything to. They're going to take it to the grave with them, too, most likely. So yeah. I wonder if he ever really disclosed to anybody that it was really him. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Somebody out there may truly know it was really him too. Anyway, you know what? Next episode, I'm going to come back in with the facts. We're going to figure cool. out exactly hey. how, how uh, he they was figured captured it out. That, how they figured it out. Cause, that's pretty badass, man. Yeah. I really like that. But yeah, that's pretty crazy. Just want to throw that in there. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about some, you know, the ancient, ancient alien stuff. Yeah. Um, You know, it's kind of weird to think like so thousands of years ago if they were visiting us you know and they were allowing us to use some of their technology mm-hmm. wouldn't you think that we would advance a lot quicker than we did or do you think they just intentionally gave us just little bits of, of I, this? I think they and this might relate back to some of the dolores cannon information that i've read on mm. like lost knowledge i think they diverged that and gave that knowledge to certain people that would keep that hidden you know, she's really big on lost knowledge in a lot of her books, discovering lost knowledge right. and stuff. And she always all always said there's a lot of lost knowledge out there that's not being released to the public. Yeah. So who's to say that they didn't um, kind of analyze the leaders back then and who they could trust with that knowledge? Yeah. But who I don't know. You know, you, you think about that, like all these buildings and stuff they built back then. And, uh, you know, how come they didn't pass that on down? Or I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what? It's pretty amazing, you know, what man. What's going on, or how what transpired? But maybe one of these days we'll crack the code, and maybe one that of these, would be sick. Maybe one of these crystal skulls holds that information. Yeah. Now I, I'm gonna try to touch it on the next podcast, but I did see something in the news today about some kind of alien technology, or like alien middle as far as admitting the government admitting to it. I seen something on Fox News about that, but I didn't get to read into it because I was going to hurry. This the government has basically come out right and said. Right, and yeah, there is the existence of extraterrestrials. They're not denying it. Anymore. Yeah, and no yeah. one, no one cared because we were right in the middle of a pandemic. Right, right. So right. You release information. Yeah, nobody's paying. It was well timed. Oh yeah, well timed. Yeah. Sure. So we want to move into the fun yeah. fact. Let's segment. go to the fun facts. Let's do that. Fun man. We'll bust out the fun facts. I love bro. It. Fun facts. It's time for fun facts with the bro. You know what time it is, hey, man. We got deep tonight, though. Hey, so about to get deeper. <laughs> this is about to get real crazy. Put, put them mucks on. Put them on, man. Shit's about to get deep. We're diving in. So who wants to start it off? I got one for you. Mm. Bust it out. Do you know that 1% of your old TV static, so you know the old, the old mm-hmm. TVs that had the, 
the static reception, you know, when you weren't on a, on a channel and you got the, yeah, you know, the white screen, the snow. 1% of your old TV static comes from the light of the Big Bang, the very creation of the universe. Scientists first wow. uh, became aware of it back in 1964. A background hum first drew a couple researchers' attention, though they believed it was a result of bird droppings on a large receiver, <laughs> funny enough. Wow. Cleaning Big away bang. those droppings didn't improve the hum, though, possibly making it even clearer. Eventually, it was learned that the hum was the sound of the so-called afterglow of the Big Bang. It's almost like a, a reverb. Yeah. Wow. Just an mm, echo. That's a great fact, past, dude. Yeah. Damn, I want to give me an old TV now and just yeah. check out the Big Bang all one, the time. One percent of it. That's crazy. Damn. That's Maybe that's crazy. where the uh, poltergeist and stuff happened. Might be. Hey, the fourth dimension. There's, that's where it's at. That's a pretty cool fact. I like that one. So what's up next? You got one? Yeah, I got one. I'll see you over looking. Yeah. I'll see you got it's one. Really, it's crazy you guys were talking about, you know, the minds and the gods and stuff like that. Yeah, Which, definitely. My fact, um, I found it earlier, is turkeys were once worshipped like gods. So check this out. All right. In 300 BC, these big birds were heralded by the Mayan people as vessels of the gods and were honored as such so much that they were domesticated to have roles in religious rites. They were symbols of power prestige and could be found everywhere in the Mayan icon iconography and archaeology. Wow. So I never heard of that. Yeah. So basically whenever they had their own hieroglyphs and so on, they had turkeys up there. Yeah. Well, speak on that. Now I, I gotta get my mind together here, but who was it was it Benjamin Franklin wanted to make our country's bird a wild turkey? I believe so. Mm -hmm. And because it was such a honorable and humble bird, very prestigious. Yeah. I, I remember reading that. Yeah. That's pretty wild that they wow. did that. Yeah. The Mayans. Hmm. You know, that really reminded me of wow. the Vikings. We touched on that before. Yeah. Uh, how they saw the crow yeah. as one of the, you know, the the Viking gods like God. of war. Yeah. Uh, followed them into battle. You right. know, they they had they, they based held, a lot of things how they attacked they heralded the crows. The crow was such a to a high standard. A sacred animal. Uh, you know, so the Native Americans did the same. You know? So yeah. And you think does this revert back to something mm -hmm. that can fly? Think about that. Yeah. Can a turkey fly? Yeah. Turkeys fly. Yeah. You got eagles. The Native Americans believed in eagles. Yeah. Very sacred. You got the Vikings with crows. And why do we have like a state bird? Think about that. We do, don't we? we have a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But my point is, is like, we don't have state, we all don't have state bears or state cats. True. We just, why we, do we, we have, have a state bird? Mm. This may be another subject to dive into. So what's our, what's our inclination we, towards birds? Birds flying. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. Great one. Well, I got one for y'all too. What is it? Well, <laughs> what is it? What is He's it? like, what's he gonna bring to the table now? These are always good, bro. Okay, here we go. Humans are one of the few mammals to not have a penis bone. Hmm. Well, mm. so that boner, son, ain't so much of a boner. <laughs> uh, penis bones are called uh, baculum. I think it's how you spell that. Baculum. And almost all other mammals have them. They put the bone in boner. <laughs> by sliding into the shaft of the penis during an erection why other animals have them and we do not still remains a mystery that is odd. that is weird that is weird it's really weird do you think that maybe we evolved to not have them for some unspecified reason like maybe one time our ancestors did they i you know they never found a missing link who knows yeah. i wonder if uh chimpanzees well, we, have those we would have found like an ancient skeleton that right had, had a or chimpanzees are like a big primates have them so chimps, so chimps. I don't know. We're the only I mean, mammal that. Well, they said we're one of the few. 
Oh. The only few mammals not to have it. They didn't really okay. specify who specify didn't. who did and who didn't. Right. But they would be hell for Silas and Viagra. Yeah. They wouldn't be around <laughs> if we had them penis yeah. bones. You know the, what I'm saying? Uh, the enlargement surgeries we were talking before the podcast. <laughs> you know, that would be uh for you uh be totally different. Shorter guys out there. Uh, uh-huh. Lesser men. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> you coming up right. inferior in that department. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're getting this is awesome. Y'all I love calling it. me out on a podcast, bro. Damn, bro. Shit. Shit. Anybody else got any cool ones? I got one. It's a little bit, a little bit funnier. I thought okay. I, I found it pretty. I like amusing. these funny so, ones. Uh, beer in Russia was considered a soft drink up until 2011. <laughs> Talk about hardcore. Yeah. Until then, anything containing less than 10 percent alcohol was considered food stuff. Quote unquote. <laughs> wow. In Russia, <laughs> beer has been presented as a healthier alternative to vodka. The average huh. Russian drinks the equivalent of 32 pints of pure alcohol a year. Them Russians ain't playing. No. Putin's over there sipping something right now as Man, we speak for breakfast. Me up how stereotypical it is because when I think of a Russian, I'm imagining, I'm, for one, I'm imagining snow. Okay. Snow. We're thinking about the Rocky deal. I'm you thinking know we about are. the USSR. Yeah. We are, bro. We're talking about the sickle and the hammer and all that. And I'm Mother thinking, Russia. I'm thinking of those weird little hats that they wear in yeah. the military. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Co- cover the little earmuffs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking of them drinking vodka and being drunk all the time. You know, they're like, they got canteens, the military does. Ain't water. That's vodka. We're it's rolling it Rocky, deep. man. Drago was a beast. He was a beast. He juiced up. Beast. Dolph Lundgren. Shout out to that big Swedish man. That's <laughs> right, man. Awesome movies, man. If you guys have not seen the Rocky. What are you doing? Movies. What, where are you? Like, are you Brian Laundry out here on the Appalachian if Trail you, and don't have access? Look, or let me what? put it this way. If you are, if you're a grown man. That has any testosterone running through his you body. I know about Rocky. And, you, and you've never watched the Rocky series? Man, you don't know what the fuck you're... You either oh, need to right now, or I don't know, know what you're missing. You. Yeah. <laughs> watch my profanity. Get off this podcast right now if you ain't never seen it. Exit off. I'm we don't, want you. don't do that. <laughs> no, we'll go back and we watch it. We yeah. still love Go you watch it. Go we watch it. You. you guys will really enjoy those movies For Movies if you have not watched them. Hit them up. Okay, so I got... You want one? You got one you want to do? Okay, check this out. Now, this is pretty cool. Chewing gum boosts mental proficiency... And is considered a better test aid than caffeine, but nobody knows why. Oh man, I was about to be like, why? I know you, hit, you. you hit me with the killer then. I know, but that is that not weird? That's crazy. Maybe, so when maybe I go it's to the gym, it produces more blood flow in the brain. Because it must of, be like it's flowing where you're chewing. Because the jaw is has to closer be. to the we brain. We don't figure that out. Nobody yeah, knows see why. What I'm saying, dude, they don't know about the mind faction guys. So I guess when I go to the gym tomorrow, I'm gonna chew like a whole pack of gum and get hype yeah. in there. So I still hit up that caffeine though. You know, and the chewing gum because I need double. that's a nootropic in itself. It's caffeine. It is. People don't realize that. Like so what if you swallow the gum? Like, I always do. If the gum is too soft, no. I swallow that shit. I don't. You gotta have the. Never. I have to. I do. Ask my woman. Not unless it's an accident. I'm really? bad for it, bro. You do, it? Yeah. you do it. Yeah. Especially if you got like the softer gum. Yeah. I'm yeah. just like it's like I'm eating like some kind of <laughs> snack or some shit. I'm just. just I'm like, like, well, there goes my intestines. Yeah. Oh well. Seven years later, it's all good. <laughs> all right, I got I got one more good one for you. Okay. So uh, apparently they found uh, two new types of dern- uh, dinosaurs that were that would have been roaming around England 125 million years ago during the early Cretaceous period. Wow, um, that's bloody amazing. Both new species are three-toed dinosaurs that span 29 feet in length and feature crocodile-esque skulls to hunt down prey in both water and land. Damn. They was, um, like, a pre- they was like the real deal predator. I'm going to butcher the actual scientific name of these yeah. dinosaurs so horribly that. that I'm not even going to attempt it. Give but I am going to tell you what the nickname is. What's that? The Horned Crocodile-Faced Hell Heron. New Dodge car coming out. That's it. <laughs> the Hell Heron. Strapped with a 6.2 Hellcat. Yeah. Mm. Double supercharged. 707 horsepower coming out of this dyno. 
drinking its <laughs> own fossil wild, fuel. Man. You know, I also seen that they um, had actually discovered a, a small, almost like a bronchosaurus type dinosaur, a smaller version in South America, but I can't remember much of mm. the facts on it. But that's pretty cool, man. It's yeah. really cool. Imagine the stuff they have not found yet. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, we're finding new species every single day. All the time. Almost. All the time. You know, we're finding what we thought was an exp- extinct species. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is blowing my mind. And then we've man. got a species of our of modern day becoming extinct every day. It's sad. It that's is so sad. sad but man. I mean, you know, it's just the evolution of the earth, man. And it's just wherever I mean, evolving. Life cycles. Life you cycles. But you got to wonder something. So as many species are are going extinct now, okay, mm-hmm. due to the fact that they can no longer survive in the ecosystem that we're creating due to climate change that we touched on earlier. Yeah. You would think that there'd be new species coming along that would adapt and change to this new ecosystem to step up. You know it will. And be better suited. But maybe we're evolving so quickly they don't have the time to, to catch up. To catch up. Well, speaking you're talking about, you know, something evolving. Chimps are in the Stone Age now. Did you hear about I that? I heard about that. They're creating weapons. They're creating weapons to hunt with and stuff. Man, Chimps crazy. are actually involved into the Stone Age. That is crazy. Chimpanzees. What's going on right now? I don't know what's going they're on. They're up here in the zoo. AI, chimps are going to Stone Age. Man, before we, so maybe we're going to have a war between humans, chimps, and AI. Planet of the Apes, bro. 2200. Could you imagine that kind of shit? We won't be here. We won't be here. I'm out. I'm out. I'm, I'm ready to retire on that one. Anybody got seen facts? No, go ahead. I got them for days. I don't play games. Man, I this is with one more man. Man, I'm going to tell you, again. hey, Julius Caesar was a beast, right? Mm-hmm. But he was a poor father. What? <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Digging, his dirty laundry, bro. I, I'm, I'm, I'm marrying him out. That's what we're doing. Let's check this out. Julius Caesar's only son. Only son. Okay. Caesar's son? I can't really pronounce his name. Call it the dinosaur. Caesar Sarian? Caesar Sarian? Caesarian? Was the last pharaoh of Egypt. His son was the last pharaoh of Egypt. I did not know that. Even though Cleopatra swears he is Caesar's son, Caesar never officially acknowledged him. He's like, where's that DNA test? Cleopatra, I know you be sleeping around on me. Don't play mm-hmm. no games. Everybody's in MDMs, bro. I got a weird question right now. So you know, whenever a woman has a C-section, isn't yeah. that actually known as a cesarean? Yeah, yeah that's how it's pronounced too. Check it out. Yeah, let me let me point out to you, dude. No, is that, is that a fact that like is correlates that where it came with from? it? I don't know. We need to check did that just, out, guys. Did we just put that together. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. But check it out. You know. Caesar never officially acknowledged him. <laughs> Talk about baby mama drama and a deadbeat father. Oh, I'm man. telling you, I'm sorry, Caesar. Hey, I'm sorry. She but. wanted her child support and a divorce. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Man. Went no DNA back then, though. So, anyways, I got another fact for you guys, too. I mean, I could roll these. I'm going to end it right here, though. Unless man. you have, you, you got one? No. Okay, I seen you looking. I didn't know. I'm dry. Now, this is kind of weird. It's nothing too crazy. Actually, I got two more. I'm I just going to bring them out. I emptied the clip. Ooh, drop them. Smoked it. Drop that bomb on me. I'm about to drop this bomb on you. One more. One more. I actually got two. But. Okay. Okay. There is a town in Nebraska called Manoe with a population of one. The only resident is a woman who is the mayor, bartender, and libar- li- librarian. 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 Wow. And a barbarian. I need some more uh, neuro peak here. <laughs> um, you talk about the life of the party. I bet she is. You know, of all the things that she could also be like gas station attendant or whatever, she's True. like, I'm going to be also a bartender. She's like, I'm going to throw this crazy party tonight. Yeah. I'm the mayor. I can do what I want. I can do what the hell I want to. I run this bitch. That's pretty wild. One, you know, that she, they actually, I guess, incorporated a town. Yeah. 
She could have held a vote to make it a dry yeah. town. The mayor, bartender, librarian. <laughs> um, so, like I said, she's the whole life of the party, I bet. Hey, so <laughs> so why would she choose to be a mayor when she could just make it like a communist community and she could just <laughs> be the, I'm the czar. I own all this. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Now, this one's kind of an interesting uh, fun fact also. this I swear this is the last one, guys, but I just wanted to bring some cool ones out, and oh, I kept finding cool ones. These are cool. Check this out. On statues, a horse's leg tells you how the statued figure died. No so way. if you see a statue with a, a general or a figure riding this horse, yeah. check this out. If a horse has both of its front legs in the air, then the person died in battle. Hmm. So next time you see a, a, a statue of a horse and a figure riding it, you know if both of them front legs are in the air, he died in battle. If the horse has one of its front legs in the air, they died from wounds. Wow. Later on, pretty cool. Okay, the wounds they received in battle. So yeah. Well, then if they died in battle, but it was... Not from wounds. What would well, it well I'm talking about later on. I guess they you know, succumb to the wounds like weeks after the battle. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But if they're both there, uh, both legs are in there, they died on the battlefield. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, okay. And if the horse has both of their front legs on the ground, then the person died of natural causes. Dude, that's awesome. That was pretty cool, I will think man. Of that every time I see one, I, I thought you guys out there listening might too. So if you're ever visiting a pretty cool, iconic place and there's a statue of a horse and a, and a person riding it, check those facts out. Remember that. That's what we're here for. That's awesome. My yeah. facts. You we're know here to bring them facts to you. You know what time it is. Yeah, yeah, I know they've been waiting on it, bro. You, you, you know. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's five minutes of murder mystery. Well, it's not really five minutes. I should extend that, but it is what it is because we get friggin' hyped about this whole segment. Five plus ten. Fifteen minutes. Tonight on this epic episode. The Cleveland Torso Murder, also known AKA. as... The Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Kingsbury Run. Run. Mm. Okay, we're going to set this scene. Kingsbury Run, Cleveland, Ohio, fall of 1934. This began. Mm -hmm. Well, these murders took place in the bustling Cleveland, Ohio, starting in 1934 through 1938. Mm -hmm. 13 people were murdered by this guy. He's been linked to up to 20 murders between those years. Man, this guy went hard. You know, the crazy thing about this killer is he's not really in the mainstream, you know, spotlight. No. And, and this is the Midwest of America in yeah. a bustling time in the, in the U.S.'s Maybe history. because it's not as recent. I, but, I wonder. But then you got to think, though. Jack like, the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. 1888. 1888. I don't you know, know. Maybe it's because, like, over there, that was their most prominent serial killer. We have so many here in the United <laughs> yeah. States that America's crazy. this one isn't even a big deal. Well, it's crazy because, man, this this we're, we're getting ready to dive into some crazy shit with this one. Yeah. Um, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and cue us a little bit of scary music. What do you think? Hit us up. Let's do some scary music. Here we go. Read it off for us, Kill. State these right, facts, bro. So, uh, each one of his 12 attributed victims were all dismembered. They weren't just simply killed. They were dismembered. Wow. Um, serial killer, He this, this individual tended to target drifters, and as such, some of his victims have never been identified. Which that's pretty crazy. That's crazy. How, yeah. do you, how do you? We was talking about that earlier. Yeah. Nobody cares about somebody to identify that they're missing. Yeah. That that's crazy. So apparently, uh, during um, the the after effects of the Great Depression leading up to World War II, apparently, right, people were like, "Hey, man, we're just focused on rebounding." Right. Yeah. You no, know, we're not. But you know, all jokes aside, because that was sort of like a you know a joke. But like, it was a time when we really weren't like. The fingerprint thing wasn't going on. We weren't getting like photo right. IDs of everybody. We weren't really keeping track of people as exactly. well. Exactly. So I don't even think there are probably individuals running around without birth certificates 
oh, for that sure. were delivered by like midwives oh, yeah. and oh, houses yeah. and stuff, you know? So it's like, yeah, you know, so when they, when they come up missing, it's like, I could say, Hey man, my buddy Dustin Losey has been missing. If he, if he's not really on any type of registry, how do you trace? How do we him? trace him? Right. When I find a dead body, is it going to be him or is it going to be the dude? Well, really, was social security numbers road? enacted back then? You know what I'm saying? All that no. stuff, like identification. Maybe they began in the 50, 40s or 50s. I don't know. We we'll have to look that up. Not look a good that fact. Up. That's a good. All right, okay. Something, man. On September fifth, nineteen thirty-four, the first victim was found. She was an unidentified woman in her thirties. All that was found of her was part of her torso and thighs. The weird thing was her skin was leathery and red from a chemical preservative. So I wonder what exactly he used. I don't know. I'm sure by this point in time, we could kind of determine that. They really didn't specify. But, mm. you know, with her skin being red and leathery, it's something that obviously yeah. took a little moisture out of her skin, I guess. Right. You know? And I think they should begin with maybe some household cleaning items, things that Possibly. were more easily accessible to the right. average person. Right. Unless he was a specialist and maybe as a doctor. See, I, they, we'll dive into that later. Yeah. So, not um, to reveal anything. So, you know, you're getting really specific. So I'm just going to kind of give a little, you know, uh, each victim was beheaded. Yep. And in some cases, the torso, as in the very first case, was cut in half, which led to the moniker, the Cleveland, the Cleveland torso murder. Yeah. That's where that came from. Um, he didn't tend to have a preference for gender, as most serial killers do. Yeah, he didn't care. Um, he didn't specify. Most tend to sort of have that, uh, not kind of like a, a background, something going on with their personality. Right. Maybe it's a male who is more aggressive towards females right right or you know whatever the case or you have a situation like um uh, help me out here jeffrey dahmer yeah who is more prone to killing males yeah he had that male like sexual affinity yeah. for, yeah. for men mm -hmm. so you know but this gentleman here he had no preference no for gender and he murdered, so he burned, murdered both men and women equally so yeah it's kind of you know, different you yeah know? yeah and of the 13 people killed only three were identified only three. Only three. That's crazy. And you man. said he killed up to possibly twenty. So yeah, who knows? He was linked to twenty others. So that could Jeez. that's a potential what is that, thirty two? Yeah. You know? you know, sometimes the heads was not even found either. That's another fact there. Yeah. The the majority of the male victims had their genitals removed. What's up with that? I don't know. Some victims displayed evidence of some sort of chemical treatment on their body, as in the first first yeah, killing. A few of them did. Uh most were discovered long after their deaths, and the the advanced level of decomposition also made it difficult to identify the bodies. Yeah. To add to the difficulty, many of the heads were never located. That is crazy. So without fingerprints or any dental, how do you how do you, how identify? Do you definitively identify somebody? So this guy was a very intelligent guy mm -hmm. and knew the anatomy of the body well. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's fast forward. Just a few days later of the one-year anniversary of finding the first victim, on September 23rd, 1935, a 20-year-old 20 20 uh, man named Edward Adrossi was found. His naked body had been drained of its blood and castrated, like you said earlier, with rope burns on his wrist. So he was was restrained, you know. That's he's on. I don't know, man. Bloodless, <laughs> and he drained his blood. Um, and that's just a few days after the first, like the anniversary yeah. of the first victim. Yeah, and so I'm gonna go ahead and jump fast forward. Okay, a little bit from that. Let's do it. Um, there was a gentleman by the name of Elliot Ness. Yes, sir. He was the, the infamous Elliot Ness. He was the public safety director of Cleveland during the period of the 12 official murders yep. during this guy's run. Mm. Um, so whoever the Cleveland torso murderer was, he seemed to take enjoyment from taunting Ness. He did. Uh, at one point, he placed the dead remains of two of his victims directly in the line of sight yeah. of Ness's office. That's crazy. That's ballsy. Yeah. So, you know, Ness could be chilling in his office looking out and say, is that torso? He's like, what is that laying out there? And it's, and it's two, two victims. And actually, to add to that, the day, I think it was the day prior. 
I may be wrong on the, on the timing of that, but Ness had just interviewed a potential suspect. And yeah. I'm sorry because I don't have the name of that potential suspect, but he had actually interviewed a potential suspect. Yeah. Just momentarily before, not not that day, but immediately before, but like you know, prior to this yeah. happening. So it's kind of like maybe that suspect was the killer and that was kind of like a like a like a blow to the you know mm-hmm. just a low blow like hey just i got taunt. you bro i'm taunt you real fast yeah you know the crazy thing is they had two other like a lot of the people was kind of getting upset because they was not catching this killer in cleveland you know they was reporting on it every day you know and nobody really had no leads but really these two detectives did you see that where the two detectives interviewed up to 1500 people i didn't know that yes sir they was putting in work i got them on my notes here somewhere let me look at this real quick but once you get in at. that deep you know 1500 you know you start to yeah right here uh despite extensive efforts detective peter murillo and martin zuliski interviewed over 1500 people on their own detective murillo even went undercover as a vagrant in efforts to capture the killer so he was trying to bait him in kind of like we do with modern um police officers acting like uh, prostitutes and stuff yeah so i mean i don't know but you know ness was the one that was really famed i guess in the case because he was a g-man he was the one that um kind of disrupted and destroyed all of al capone's breweries back then yeah. so he was well known yeah um so you know yeah. but ness was being taunted by this killer he was like you said yeah so um, so i'm gonna st- i'm gonna jump into a few more cases of this bro if you don't care yeah go ahead man knock them out uh, on that same day the third victim was found an unidentified 40 year old man had been decapitated and castrated very similar to edward Androssi. his body did not have or did have the same chemical preservatives found on the first killing so, so it's like he skipped one of the right. victims so who's to say what if that was a copycat killer once again i don't know you know because it could have been two people working when you, you begin know? to interview all these people and word starts getting around about these killings and the way right. that they're you know that chemical seemed to be his trademark it did so and the, castration the lack of the you know that and the chemical being present you start to wonder is this the same guy is he right. why didn't he do it to all his all of his victims right you know and i've always looked at about you know looked at this about prior cases how do you know there wasn't a team of serial killers you how do you know like me and you didn't team up so let's just fucking kill some people you don't, bro. but, but you, you know what i'm saying let's kill right, some people yeah. but you would also imagine that once someone was captured they'd eventually rat to get less you would time. think so you, you know, but, did, but these guys were never captured because they'd like to say you know did, did you work alone you know? right right but for the ones who have yeah the just, ones who have yeah, yeah on but maybe the basis. one you know you think about this you could be like hey man wednesday i'm gonna go kill some people you off tonight yeah. <laughs> well i'm gonna use that yeah. chemical bro and i'm just gonna preserve this skin a little bit right. yeah you know who knows that's just throwing these ideas out but yeah. who's to say that that never did happen in so history have you seen a recurring theme here where these serial killers seem to uh you know do things with the body you know yeah. what i mean like some they're always anatomically removing something either they're taking or, organs or they're playing they're, they're dissecting almost yeah. some sort or trying some kind of weird maybe chemicals some, on them yeah they're trying some kind of weird trying test to make beef jerky with them and yeah, i don't know yeah what are they doing you know wild. yeah it's like I don't know, bro. Some type of experimentation. There's playing. I mean, it's like it's, it's wild. Yeah. And uh, on January 26, 1936, Florence uh, Polio. How do you spell? It? Did you see her name? I didn't see that. No. Polio was found wrapped in newspaper inside a bushel basket near a manufacturing building. She was known to be a sex worker, barmaid, and a waitress. She also lived in the Roaring Third. This area was known for brothels, bars, and taverns. So this was kind of a rough area anyways. Yeah. Kingsbury was a rough area back in Cleveland. Right. You know, they called it, what would they, what'd they call it earlier? The hobo. Um, 
Hobo so, jungle. Hobo jungles, what they call yeah. that. So was this guy was this guy known just to prey on people they knew they couldn't identify or they didn't care if they did disappear? Once again, another reoccurring theme here. Exactly. See, these individuals have never, never been caught. They're intelligent. Very but intelligent. But they're intelligent in a very sinister, evil sinister. way. They're very dark. They have evil intelligence. That's true. That's a, that's a new one, ain't it? Evil intelligence. Um, you know, later on, we got June 5th. A head of an unidentified male was found. The victim's head was wrapped in trousers. Hmm. The rest of the body was found in a more taunting location next uh, next day in front of the Nickel Plate Railroad Police Building. Yep. So this guy just doesn't care. He don't care. He He's taunting these officials. Like, you'll, you won't catch me no matter what I do or what same I with, do. Same with Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Same with the Zodiac. They're always wanting to taunt, like, yeah. authority. There's more to his killing. He... He, he, you know, he does things with the body, like right. he does experimentation just for fun, it seems. And then on top of that, he also gets the satisfaction of taunting the police and authorities. Yeah, what do you? So like, there's why? like, there's yeah. more than one reasoning behind what he does or did. Yeah. And they said when the, when they when they looked at the bodies, it was like one slice when they took his head off. Yeah, that the one head was was, was removed with one one slice. So he went headless slice. horseman on them. Yeah. Yeah. Much. So so they're trying to say that maybe they was sedated. For them to remove the head that easily? Yeah. Well, that's why whenever I was reading this, and it said that, uh, you know, all of these deaths, they succumb to, you know, their death uh, potentially from decapitation. And right. I was like, potentially. I yeah, was like, like, how do you... you so, know, what they're meaning is... They why don't, they was they alive. don't know at what point they... They really... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, they they, died. like me just looking at you with your completely conscious, not cut your head off, or was it like later on after... Right. After I killed you? You know yeah i don't know i don't know man yeah got anything else you want to say on it so far man i mean i i pretty much exhausted what what facts i had okay. you, you got the details on the i'm just trying to like lay out the killings for everybody yeah. so uh on july 22nd i mean this guy put in work yeah i mean this is just a little over a month later july 22nd 1936 the sixth victim was an unidentified 40 year old male um his body was found in the woods near clinton railroad and was believed to be dead for two months there there was also blood on the ground, suggesting the victim had been killed on site and not dumped there like the other bodies. So I don't know, you know, was this the same guy on this killing? See, I don't know about that. Yeah. This could have been a copycat guy. It could have You been. know, we're already into six killings. You know, it's been broadcasting. I'm living I mean, this time uh, period. If I were to kill somebody in a similar fashion, it's going to be attributed to this guy. Right, right. And then, then you know. Yeah, then like, I'm going to get away with it. Like right here, you know, it says here that he had 12 official victims linked up to 20 different murders so you're telling me these other 20 murders was nobody was nobody so, like, so they're just like yeah. it could have been it, it yeah. could have been the murderer how many here? killers was running uh, around how many know? people have died at the hands of a murderer and they're just like mm, we don't Man, know i don't know it could have been this guy you know and and that's why they're saying hey did he just kill this guy in the heat of the moment you know was he trying yeah. to capture this guy right. and this guy put up a fine he killed him right then that could have happened yeah that could have happened um let's fast forward to september 10th 1936 the seventh victim uh, un all these people are unidentified but like three people said right this yeah. is crazy an unidentified man was found killed by decapitation the coroner noticed that the decapitation had been done with one stroke like we was talking about indicating that the killer knew human anatomy very well mm. i mean did he or i've never cut a person sharp knife or did he get <laughs> lucky did he get lucky who yeah. knows you know yeah or sharp knife Samurai sword. Yeah. the bad part like it says here the media at the time reported on these killings daily and after all these murders there was still no suspects or leads this made the investigating authorities look very bad 
And it did. Every one of these serial killers are making authorities look bad. Yeah, they're outsmarting them. Because you got all these people out here, and they're fearing for their life. I mean, at this point, yeah, he's, he's two years in. Two years in. And people are still getting killed. I mean, how scary would that be? I mean, right at this point, this is like number six or what you say is the seventh? Seventh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. so you're like, how many you're others like, going did he on? potentially kill during that time? And like we talked earlier, these two detectives put in a lot of work. Mm. I guess people didn't see that behind the scenes. 1,500 people they interview. That's some work in two years. But you know, wow. you know, a lot of information is going to get lost in there. Yeah. They're trying to bait people in. So you're kind they of, doing their work. You need to narrow down your suspects and not just be interviewing every anybody walking walk in the door. Right. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead. February 23rd, 1937. Parts of an unidentified woman in her 20s were found on the shore of east of the shores east of Brantelia. I don't know how you say that. Brathenelia. How you say that, bro? Where's that? Brathenol? Brathenol. My bad. My bad. Been a long day. Prior to this murder on June 5th, 1937, another victim named Rose Wallace was found under a bridge. Her remains were only a skull and a bag of bones. So how long has she been there? I don't know. Or did he strip it? Could have been. Chemically knows, stripped. bro? But man, who would have the possession to... Who would have? Who would be in possession of chemicals that could chemically, like... I don't mean. You know, I'm gonna lead in that here in a little bit. Do you have mean, any like suspects that they thought of? Do you have that in your notes? Oh, man, they I, thought it was. Like I said, I just exhausted. I just kind of okay. had like I just touched on it a little bit. And <sighs> okay, that's cool. We'll figure this out. So, uh, on July 6, 1937, the 10th victim, an unidentified male in his 30s, was found in Cuyahoga River. His heart was missing, mm-hmm. and his abdominal area was gutted. You know this. This don't even. Like doesn't even to me, don't like, correlate uh, yeah, to the other murders. Like so, that. on this murder, I'm wondering if this was not a copycat murder. Just might wanted to kill somebody. You know, yeah. back then it was probably crazy in that area. Yeah. So I don't know. Now that one just seems different to me. Now though, April slash May of 1938, parts of the 11th victim, an unidentifiable woman, was found in the Cuyahoga River. Also, the weird thing about this murder was it was the first time a victim had drugs in her system. Mm-hmm. Was these recreational or administered by the killer, they're asking? Yeah. Who knows? If so, were these drugs administered to keep the victim from moving while he may have decapitated them and killed them? Mm-hmm. Did he did he slip on you know, and this leads up to they they one of the victims or one of the suspects, they really believe what was a doctor named uh, Doctor Sweeney, I believe. Yeah. I don't have these in my notes right now. But they really think that Doctor Sweeney could have, have done this. Yeah. Think about that. He's got um access to drugs sharp utensils you know he's got a lot of access he knows anatomy yeah you know what's going on here you might want to look it up kill on the the dr sweeney part yeah um i don't know man yeah this is all i mean i'm looking at some stuff right here i had to i had to look this up because like you're getting you know in detail i'm going deep i'm trying to go deep with it absolutely you're covering all the bases here um yeah it's just crazy i mean there's i don't know man there's some uh inconsistencies very um but you know, I mean, for some odd reason, they're wanting to attribute to this guy. So big time to Sweeney. <laughs> you know I mean, yep, yep. Uh, and there was a few other suspects, but he's the main one. I felt that he was very, yeah, very, yeah, very, uh, very big potential on this. Yeah. But yeah, during all these gruesome murders, Mayor Harold Burton really pressed for the safety director, which was the infamous Elliot Ness, who was known for being a G-man and busting all of Al Capone's breweries to take this case on, which he did, which yep. was later also taunted. They also said the Elliot in kind of a rage. Yeah. That he ended up burning most of this um this area down that these hobos stayed in. Yeah. And they said after he burnt this place, most of these locations that the killing stopped. Yeah. 
so you know was was the killer pressed was like oh shit like he's you know he's really mad he's catching on to me or did he quit because i, I think i read something on sweeney may have uh got married around the time this quit I yeah. don't know for sure. I don't know if you're seeing that in your notes on there on your phone. Man, I'm what I'm seeing here right now is uh, it says to this day no one thinks Frank DeLiesel was yeah. a torso killer. The question is why did Sheriff O'Donnell? So apparently this Frank DeLiesel was some kind of like uh, he admitted to killing the uh, what was the girl's name he admitted to Flo killing? Flo Palillo? Yeah, but he said he was beat up. He was pressured into saying he killed her. Yeah. And later Maybe retracted his statement. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking into this here. You know, yeah. um, I don't know why they would think that, you know, and then he killed himself in his cell. You yeah, know like, I mean? like, and then they also said, didn't the medical examiner say that it really didn't correlate with him actually killing himself, what happened to him? You yeah. remember when we, we seen yeah. that, Los? Yeah. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't his, know. his autopsy revealed six broken ribs, all which had been obtained while in the sheriff's custody. Yeah. You know, so that, that was just kind of weird. They also, um, after he died, remember how they bought him a tombstone? A little a head marker it said a uh, rest now rest now yeah yeah the police officers did so you know did they feel bad for something or you know what was going on with that yeah man, this but is dr just... sweeney man i'm telling you i think dr sweeney was was the best suspect and he was also a secret suspect of Elliot ness he for some reason he kept that suspect a secret i don't understand that um it says here that uh, rumors abound as to who may have been the killer one thing is very clear elliot ness had a suspect who he yep. believed was undoubtedly the killer yep the suspect to continue to taunt ness for years after the killings had stopped all official police records on this case have been lost destroyed or removed and why why is that? that's crazy that's kind of weird like a cover-up right is that what they're saying basically yeah like they just been destroyed like they were like let's just sweep this under the rug like it never happened i don't know man you know it's, it's pretty crazy yeah um Dr. Sweeney, though, I swear. Um, he was also related to... Um, Dr. Sweeney was also related to Congressman Martin L. Sweeney, who had hounded Ness publicly about his fears to catch the killer. Hmm. You know, I don't know, guys. Yeah. I don't know. Dr. Sweeney had uh, also access to several things. I think he also had access to a funeral home. Yeah. Yeah. That was close to his doctor's establishment, his, his doctor's office. Yeah. So, you know, they're also in lies with the pres uh, preservations of the the chemical used to dry the skin and make it red. So, could that have been Dr. Sweeney? I don't know. Yeah. I'm sorry. And that's why this is a murder mystery. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm sorry for being ignorant on this. I don't know who Peter Marillo is, but he was attached to this case in some way. Yeah. He said in recent findings, in 2011, the daughter of the late uh, Peter Marillo contacted the Cleveland Police Museum with information that she had copies of her father's files on this case. Wow. Um, he was one. He was one of the. Uh, was he not one of the? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the detectives. They okay. Interviewed 1,500 people. Um, so apparently, uh, her uh, his daughter had recently discovered documents, including autopsies, hospital records, lunacy hearings, and interviews have shed, which have shed new light on what really happened. Mm. So even though all of the um, the stuff is, you know, most of the records and stuff have been destroyed, lost, or removed. Um, I wonder know. why they, uh, they didn't disclose some of that. Like, why, why, what's going on with that? You know, I don't know. It's almost I, like a cover-up, bro. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they felt like it made them look so bad. Like I said, they're trying to sweep it under the rug, you know. Yeah. Try to save kind of weird. But, yeah, it was weird that they bought that one guy, the uh, Rest Easy or Rest Now. Yeah. Head marker? What was up with that? They felt bad, I guess, about the whole situation. But yeah, I, don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. You guys check out the Torso Killer, man. This is a very interesting case. Um, we was very intrigued about it. It's a very long case. It is. So we very didn't want to bore you guys too much with it, but I'm going to put all my money on Sweeney, bro. Dr. Sweeney. 
I mean, that's just me. I I, I'm just making guesses. And the precision by which he the anatomy. He was a doctor. Um, I'm gonna look him up. Let me look him up real quick. Doctor I mean, Sweeney. Yeah. I don't know. It was cool because Corey had brought this case to him. I never even heard of this guy. Yeah. And uh, I just thought it was cool. I just touched on some of the highlights here. As you see, Garrett, you know, went all yeah. in on it. I tried is, to, guys. Which is I awesome. To. Um, I kind of dropped a ball some on last week, so I figured I'd try to do something here. Um, so let me bring this up. I just want to just kind of discuss some of Sweeney's reason that they may have have thought it was him. Personally, it's crazy. The one guy – have you ever seen, though – yeah, I know I'm getting kind of off topic in a way. Um, I seen a show on maybe uh, Discovery Plus where a lot of people will be pressured into admitting to a crime they did not commit. Yeah, out of guilt, like a guilt Why? trip. Or they like they they press them so hard in an interrogation room for 12, 15 hours, and they just their mind just breaks. Yeah. How would you ever admit to something like that? I don't know how you and could ever admit been, to doing you know, something that you never did. Yeah. You know. Let's see, Doctor Francis Frank E. Sweeney. Named by Elliot Ness as the killer in 1938. Well, according to Ness, he failed a polygraph test and avoided the prosecution by committing himself to a mental hospital. This is Dr. Sweeney. He so, failed a, a, a polygraph test, which we know now that they can be manipulated. Uh, he taunted Ness with obscene and menacing notes. Dr. Sweeney so did. This is so he's taunting right in there. In line with. Yes, sir. So he's, uh, he's already taunting people. He served in World War One as a medic, discharged with a notation that he was 25 percent disabled. Mm. I don't know what they they don't really say much about that. Right. Uh, well, no, actually, it does. It's a discharge from practice after having committed have been committed by his wife for treatment of alcoholism in 1933 and divorced her in 1936. You think he would have killed her though, but he didn't want to be caught. Now, now this is during the times he started these killings, though, right? Right, yeah. Uh, 34, 34 to 38. 38. Yeah. yeah, so he was having a little bit of trouble in his life. Yeah. Maybe he was taking the stress out with his bad relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, he was found sane after two courts ordered uh, a psychiatric examination in 1938. He committed himself to the Veteran Hospital in August 1938, emerged briefly in 1939, died in 1964. So, so he's one of those if he was in fact you know the killer right he was one of those that just kind of just stopped yeah he just stopped well, and uh we believe anyway yeah yeah i mean we don't know yeah. i also read at one point that he got married again around some time that he may have stopped so i don't know okay but anyways pretty badass murder mystery there badass. 13 victims unfortunately and it blows my mind still to the day that they have not been identified that's except sad. for three that's sad and as with all our murder mysteries, the yes, Cleveland sir. Torso Murder, a.k.a. the Mad Butcher of Kingsbury Mad Run, butcherer. remains legitimately unidentified. No, no, they, they haven't really proven it. this was, day. And now I'm falsely accusing Sweeney. I guess I'm just throwing him under That's the damn bus. That's our verdict. That's our verdict. That's my verdict. At Mindfaction uh, Mind Podcast. I mean, he's the most logical person of interest yeah. in my book. I'm along, I'm along with Elliot Ness being a secret suspect. But anyways. What a way to wrap up episode number bro. five. This has been an hour and Wild. fifty something minute episode. That's the longest one yet. We have. So if this is too long, guys, just let us know. If you all have stuck with us this long, we, we appreciate you. Man. We appreciate everybody, even if you don't make it this far. All the different countries uh, listening to us, Germany. And, hey, we're enjoying making these for you guys. Uh, yeah. We know it's taking a little longer to get the videos out there, but there's a lot of editing time. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to switch up the editing. I think you guys will really enjoy the editing. Mm -hmm. um, we're adding pictures in, so you, yeah. you know it won't be as boring just watching this. You know, yeah. and uh, you can get more of an idea of what we're talking about. You know, yeah. it brings more, you in, it merges you, yeah, immerses you a little bit 
into yeah. the whole situation. Yeah. Gives you a different aspect on yeah. us. Yeah, you know, lets you see us a little bit. See who see who's talking to you. Yeah, see who you're, who you're spending your time with. That's right. <laughs> You know? Yep. So once again, guys, hey, episode five is in the books, and we really appreciate you guys for rocking with us, showing us all the love you guys can. We and love uh, all the mind factions out there. Yes, mind sir. Factions, mind I factions. Like yeah. You know, this may be, you know, let us know if you think the episodes may be too long. Um, and if they are, we'll, we'll try to tailor it a little bit more. But hey, we just had a lot to talk about tonight. We yeah. really did. Yeah. We had a lot to bring to the table. Once again, guys, the hit back on episode number seven. That's going to be, and so yes, episode sir. number six is going to be coming at you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The date of that will be the 13th. Yep. And the next Wednesday after that will be the 20th. Correct. Yep. And that yep. will be the episode where it's going to be mostly paranormal. Paranormal. We'll Halloween throw a time. Stuff in there, but we're going to have some yeah. callers call in. So if you guys want to call in, yeah. Hey, the word. Hit us out. up. We're going to put our number out on uh, our uh, Facebook page and, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll have you guys calling in. I might go ahead and release the number uh, next week on the and, podcast. And, you know, depending on how that goes, we may schedule another one in the future. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool definitely. to do once a month or something, have yeah, you guys call in, in and share yeah. some stuff. and Maybe talking about aliens, Bigfoot episodes. As you guys you know. know, well, most of you probably know, you know, Garrett and I, we love to do the, the paranormal stuff. We love paranormal. Fourth Dimension Paranormal. Um, so we haven't really touched on the paranormal a lot. And, we haven't. You know, we plan to talk about it more in the future and our views on that. Yeah. And, what a way to jump into that and listen to your guys' oh, stories. We'd sure. love to hear you guys' stories because we, love we to know, hear you know, as I tattoo and you've heard them while you've been here with me, you know, just hanging out, that a lot of people have great paranormal stories. Yeah. I'm so, fascinated yeah. with the unexplained and, you know, what yes, sir. And also, mind faction. It being, you know, that'd be kind of like our, um, you know, we, we know there'll be one more episode before Halloween, obviously, yeah, but yeah. We, we definitely want to schedule this with you guys and, and get something out there, you know. Yeah, we sure. will give you guys time to listen to it, you yeah. know, and get into the mood of Halloween. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, hey, we appreciate you guys joining in. Once again, this is Garrett signing off. See you guys uh, next week. Always fun. Mind Faction, we love y'all. Shouts out to all the other countries and states listening to us. Give us some feedback. All right, guys. I guess we're going to sign off. And, yeah, here we go. Here we go. See y'all. Fucking going to hear about today is nothing short.